All right, and make sure the program's running. All right. Mm -hmm. yeah, I think Clap, it's running. sync. Three, two, one. Wow, I had a weak clap. Good. It's okay. I think you'll be fine. Yep. Holy actually, what's shit. really interesting is your clap was like very distinctive sounding. And I actually wonder if someone out there listening could actually tell that there was a new person right away. Because I feel like it sounded different to me, like a different, like your room sounded different. It was a new room added to the equation. So. Mm. As exactly. Only world. Yeah. Holy oh. shit, who is that? We've got a new guest on this podcast. Yep, true. But first. We'll just introduce ourselves. Mm. This is the Tyranny of Thumbs Gaming Podcast, where we play a game each week and then we talk about it. We have our usual sus suspects up here. Myself, Zelly. There's McCoy over there. Hey, what's up? We got James. Hi. We got Raphael. Hello. And then this week, you know, we, we have a lot of guests on this podcast, but we have a fresh face. Mm -hmm. Fresh blood, mm -hmm. you might say, to exactly. come onto this podcast. <laughs> oh, no. And that is uh, Cameron. Cameron's here. Mm -hmm. hello wow. what's up dude yeah you might have like i don't know if you are a regular listener to our podcast sometimes we'll reference a friend named cameron we'll just be it's like true. cameron a mutual friend and that's this <laughs> yeah. guy one right time here. i one time i listened to him as an acquaintance and i think that triggered everyone like <laughs> like because <laughs> wow. uh, i was like acquaintance and they're like wait the same cameron how did you acquaintance that guy i'm like oh it's a joke guys it's a fucking joke um <laughs> So, yeah, it's true. But it's also. Yeah, I'm going to leave. I thought this was a mutual friends thing, not a. Yeah. yeah. Not an yeah. acquaintance thing. Acquaintance <laughs> would not be right. Yeah, like the truth of the matter, though, is that, like, okay, Cameron. Okay, okay. For the people playing the bingo game, I think Cameron was referenced on the Among Us episode for sure, right? Probably. Yeah, for Most years. likely. Mm hmm. For if I was never referenced, I, I kind of hope I was never referenced and you all just assume I was. Yeah. Well, That's we thought about now. you a lot on that episode. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but otherwise, and, uh, I think you were yeah. mentioned in the. Was it a Valorant episode? I swear to God, it was like Could a be. game where like Cameron just dabbled in. I, sure. I hope I wasn't referenced in the Valorant episode. <laughs> Cameron likes shotguns. He says they're just as good as rifles. I say that's not true. <laughs> we played with this person who was worse than a bot. <laughs> um, I mean, I think in the inscription episodes. We did. Ah, oh, yes. Oh, I did play that. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Yeah. That's a good point. There we go. Raphael has the lore. <laughs> the TOT lore. <laughs> good. Pulled good. out That's in right. front of him. I will say, though, for context, uh, what's really hilarious about this intro to all of us, but that has not yet made its way to the listener, is that Cameron asked us before we started this, hey, like, kind of like, what's it going to be like? You know, set some expectations. And so we listed every possible problem that could ever happen. <laughs> <laughs> And just mounted an, uh, an insurmountable amount of pressure. And literally, it's so funny. I'm choking now. Like, do you understand? Oh, no. like, I feel like we all are. Like, <laughs> I'm just like, I don't know what the intro is like. Sorry. I, <laughs> I'm i like, am I supposed to talk more? Not sure. And oh, I think you fucking No, no, no. That's it. pretty standard. Yeah. Usually, we hit the record button, and then all of us, like, freeze. And it gets awkward, <laughs> even though we were having a normal conversation right before that. Well, and like uh, and now, and welcome to like our moment of silence. Minutes. Exactly. Yeah, and and it takes a few minutes for us to like get back into it. Um, I think part of it is like concentrating on clapping for a second, like that just throws off anything. It takes a lot of focus, before. man. Clapping I'm still. Yeah. I'm still like looking You're... at the waves, and I'm pretty sure that that clap did not register very well. Don't worry. <laughs> don't worry. It's at the is... beginning, so I can zoom in. It's, it's don't worry. It's all good. It's all good. It is all good. 
Um, okay. Yeah, it's just funny because like, I you know we've had many conversations over the years, down the years as they say. I've heard that phrase said a lot lately. I don't know why it's like in style, but it is down the years about like introing a podcast, like how it should be introed, and it's just so funny because I swear. Like, I've always been on the side of, like, let's just, like, keep it natural. And then some of our intros are like, okay, okay, okay. That was brutal. <laughs> like, okay. Like, <laughs> I would turn that shit off. And that's unfortunate. And that might be where we are here now. But don't worry. We'll get through it. Because... Well, I'm glad I'm starting off strong, everyone. No, we're starting off this strong. Really bringing something good to this podcast. Oh, God. No, the reality is, and James was saying this earlier, and he could perhaps echo the sentiment again, but we're actually really happy. I'm actually really happy. I can't speak for everyone. I'm happy to have you here because you have been – like, like I said, like you've been, or like, like was said, like you've been around the podcast for a while. Like just, you know, you haven't necessarily been on, but you've definitely been guiding us in games. You've um, had some really bizarre, wacky recommendations, probably some of which we still have on a back burner somewhere. And I think generally when it comes to like a big game that we can play with a bunch of people, especially like a fun party game, like we're always thinking like, you got to be there. So it's just really fun yeah. to have you here. And so thank you. Um, I will now hand the proverbial... Um, microphone slash stuffed animal to zoe for introing this game stuffed animal what what you ever heard about that like, <laughs> like, like the a token animal. of the speaker yeah like the, the magic conch yeah okay yeah. but yeah, yeah why why is cameron on this episode well he's on this episode because this week you know it's the week before the holidays and as we kind of said during our deliberations episode as the holiday season nears we all kind of get into this whole like slightly don't give a fuck slash like we just need to play something for the hell of it and uh during deliberations i brought up this game called boyfriend dungeon that looked cool it was a game a dating simulator roguelike where you could date weapons and i was like this shit looks cool and then we played it and then cameron's like holy shit i played this game i have thoughts can i get on this episode beautiful so that's why he's here do you think that they shopped the title boyfriend dunge like before because <laughs> yes. you know how they like say dungeon instead of dungeon like on the map and shit like do you think they were like yeah okay this is too far they spell it with a j yeah because otherwise it would be dung <laughs> <laughs> oh no <laughs> that's awful <laughs> that is actually awful holy shit yeah didn't think of that one james nice one um <laughs> i just thought of it right now <laughs> see we're just firing from the hip on this podcast but yeah um so what what brought you, Cameron, to the game? I'm curious because for us, obviously, Zoe gave the lore, um, which was so, essentially Zoe told us, and that was it. But yeah, yeah. I mean, I honestly I had heard of this game a while ago because mm-hmm. uh, I am a connoisseur of weird dating sims, um, <laughs> and so I like knew about this one, and I remember reading about how the dungeon crawling part was like kind of meh, so I never played it, and then I think I asked mm-hmm. Raphael like should i i was looking for a game to play just anyways and i was like rafael what game should i play and he was like we're playing boyfriend dungeon and i was like yes that is what i want to play right now on my long weekend while i'm alone at home (laughs) it's perfect perfect Perfect. yeah and just to give some context i guess to the listeners cameron on the level of gamer that you are are you on rafael's level where you play just like games constantly or do you dabble here and there (laughs) Um, are you a Zoe or are you a Raphael? <laughs> I don't want to expose myself. <laughs> but okay. yeah, for I am probably a Raphael. Yeah. 
Mm. There we go. All I can say is that like you're from where when I first met you quote as a gamer it was like we're oh, playing God. league of legends or something like this and i just remember we don't talk about that we don't talk about that what come on no i i am on the number one train of like yes it's true some of the ways that maybe that that game ended for us some of the ways that you know the a thousandth and one out first hour you know or like the more realistic like the the four thousandth and one hour might not have been good but like we had some fucking good times no come on Come on, oh, right? Yeah, no, it was fun. Yeah. Yeah. I remember meeting you and being like, wow, Cameron's a cool guy. And then learning to play League of Legends and then, like, friending you on League of Legends and being like, what? He's that good at League? Yeah. Holy shit. He's that good at like, League. Like, you, you were the best person at League that I had ever, like, played with at that time. Yeah, we were roommates I was, at that like, time. And so I was, like, level 15 by this, or something yeah. like that. <laughs> I'm like pretty sure McCoy I mean, was always better. No, 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 I wasn't. I'll take it. No, I that's wasn't. that's one hundred percent not true. Like, because yeah. McCoy was just learning to play League. Mm-hmm. Um, Can confirm Cameron's better at League than me as well. So good, and he does it from the support position. I don't know if that's still true, but at least at the yeah. time, really, and it was just like one of those like. Yeah. I feel like you were the first like power support player I ever played with, where it was like you were the first time that I really. That's a great term. Do you know what I mean though? Because like usually it's like who's mm-hmm. the worst person in the group? You can play support. Yeah. But instead, it's like who's the best person in the group? You can play support. That's an entirely different feeling in the game. Yeah. And I feel like that was For the sure. first time I had really experienced that, and I was like, holy shit, this person like really um like lives that. You know what I mean? Like positive, supportive, well, but also just like way better. Like, thank you. Her. I I think thank you. I'm not a hundred percent sure if that was a good thing or not. But thank you. Jury's I think it was intended out. as a good thing, but I kind of agree. Mm-hmm. Well, it may have caused some dark times in your life later, but yeah. yeah, fair. Oh, and league for us all. League for us all, right? Yeah, yeah. true. Indeed, mm-hmm. indeed. But you know what, league has not given me okay a boyfriend. Boyfriends. Exactly. <laughs> oh. That's a really good point. Yeah. Good is that point. true? I did go on a few leak dates, so maybe that's not 100% true. But it's still, we'll pretend it's true. <laughs> yeah, a lot of my friends have World of Warcraft dates that they went on. Like, that was the one that they got a lot of dates from. But leak dates sound cool to me. I mean, were they dates, Do though, they? where they turned into weapons? Is the question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm not going to lie to you guys. Just the whole premise of this game is really fucking weird. Like, just, like, the, just the premise that like you can turn someone into a weapon and all the like innuendo jokes about it they make just like like it's just like because like now we're talking about it in our lives like yeah like did that person you would go on a date with did you turn them into a weapon it's like what what does this mean i don't i don't think this is good for real humans is it like an object that you like own and use now? oh god <laughs> and yeah. boy is there a lot of innuendos actually in this game yeah. like i yeah. definitely feel like they took the like sword play terminology and like definitely amped it up to make it sound wildly suggestive at times where you're like oh you're long and pointy yep okay yeah <laughs> like your I hand don't know on my hilt means. feels correct i don't know it's just like you know what it means <laughs> yeah we all knew what it meant yep we, we all knew, knew what it meant. meant i agree i yeah. agree so then yeah. exactly go, go ahead no. well so i was gonna say so this is set in okay i need to ask the california folks is verona beach fictional don't or is know. it actually a place in California? Wait, 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 wait. I don't go to the beach. <laughs> oh, it's, what is this? I'm, I'm, I'm like pretty sure it's like Venice Beach type. 
Uh, that's analog. what I'm probably thinking of. Apparently, there is a Verona it. Beach, but it's in New York. Okay. I'm well, going to guess it's also. not that. Well, it could be that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, they specifically say it's California. And I also think that's why yeah. they, like, abbreviate everything into, like, dunge and... Because well, it's Cali culture. I don't know. Like, <laughs> I, I feel like they were really amping up the Cali culture in this Telical. a little mm, bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, you play as a character that you create um, yourself. So you can choose, you know, what your character looks like, the pronouns that they use. And you are just spending a summer in Verona Beach. And you have a cousin, Jesse, who is mm -hmm. adamant on setting you up on dates. And it seems like you have a little bit of a past to yourself in terms of attempting to date slash being afraid of dating. And so you're yeah. kind of looking at this trip as being a new chapter in your life and a way for you to kind of get out of your, get out of your shell. Yeah. And they do that mm -hmm. by, you know, you might ask, okay, you're in, you're in California for the summer. How do you pay for your lodging and everything? Well, your lodging's free, but also to get, earn money, you go through these dungeon crawling experiences mm -hmm. that seem quite commonplace in this universe. Like they're just kind of like, yeah, you just go and you slay monsters for cash. Like everyone does that. Yeah, apparently and the pay's so, not that great though. They still talk about that. It's good, but it's not that great. Exactly. Is it good though? Economy, like you may be getting exploited. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. There are no benefits. Yeah. Exactly. There's there's no uh, there's no four hundred one k. There's no retirement benefits, health benefits. Um, Dangerous. You know, I mean, must be we health saw because you we go saw to how much. Mm. True. Right. That's true. That's mm. true. Yeah. Physical exercise. I think the health benefits are that they pay for all of the health needs that you achieve. Achieve. Require. <laughs> I have achieved the need of a new arm. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Like... <laughs> yeah, fair. Uh, yeah, um, I guess they pay for all the boba that you drink, huh? To heal. That's <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, they do. no, you find yeah. that in the dungeon. lots of free boba. I think you're just yeah, li yeah like looting through your trash cans and drinking boba tea. <laughs> That's that so fucked up. Definitely what, what it looks like. Also, like, just the premise of having like multiple boba teas in a day without just like literally having a caffeine overdose is just hilarious to me. Like even if you're fighting, like I, yeah. I don't, I don't know. Listen, games, or ga games, games, <laughs> just general. Is that's that's oh, Cameron, you don't know this. That's the slang for our podcast, <laughs> right, guys? <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but like, you know, this game might not be realistic, but it's it's not really about mm. that. It's just about. I feel like this no. is like the most tongue-in-cheek game, maybe, maybe ever. I don't know. It's definitely trying to to vie for that spot. I feel like. Cause it's yeah. just it's just silly all the time. Like, dude, the reveals for the for the weapons when they when they go into like human form is just the most ridiculous shit. Like, oh, just yeah, an anime transformation scene. Yeah, yeah, it's like a magical girl transformation. Sequence. I love that though. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Oh, it's oh. wonderful. It's wonderful. It's hilarious. They're wonderful, but they're so over the top. Like, I think the first yeah. weapon that you actually see a cutscene for is Sunder. Mm -hmm. and Sunder's mm -hmm. reveal is just completely over the top. He has the rose in his mouth, and he has, like, he's got his, like, naked chest out, and he's just kind of, like, puffing his chest out for you, and you're like, holy hell. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. He's like, hey, girl, come with me, or not. It's totally cool. <laughs> and you're just like, all right. <laughs> Fair play. Fair play. Indeed. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, there are, there are seven dateable weapons that you have in this, uh, in this game, one of which is a cat. 
Um, yep. We can talk about dating cats later, I suppose. Okay. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, like I think the most interesting part about this is I think just the overall variety in the dating companions that you can choose from. Um, because this game is called Boyfriend Dungeon, which I think kind of cements like a a, a, a visual in your head of what it's going to be like. Oh, it's going to be just all of these beautiful men. Um, but this game kind of it didn't do that. It's called Boyfriend Dungeon, and yet we have some dateable characters who are female, some that are male, and then some that are that also identify as non-binary. And so and a cat and a cat and a cat. Yeah, yeah I guess we also have that. Yeah. Um, and so, I don't know. I just I thought it was, um, I guess, kind of like we were talking like kind of tongue in cheek, but also just kind of this like subversion of the genre that you typically see with dating simulators. Um, or dating visual novels, in the fact. So, like Cameron, you say you you play some dating novels and whatnot. <laughs> like, <laughs> like so, have you like played like Dream Daddy? Yeah, it was very yeah. similar vibes, right? Right. That's that's kind of the one that came to mind for me, where it's like Dream Daddy's whole premise is, oh, you're a dad and you date other dads, and it's just kind of, you know, like that's just the premise. That's just shtick. Um, and then. Yeah, this one was just kind of like boyfriend dungeon, but boyfriend can be whatever you define it to be. Sweet. And you're just like, yeah, sweet. <laughs> yeah, as yeah, long as I it's a weapon. This one, I it you I think you all said it was kind of like a parody style thing, but it it felt too authentic for me. I'm used to weird dating sims, so the concept <laughs> I was just like, cool, love it. One of many similar concepts. <laughs> <laughs> um so it felt like really sweet and authentic <clears throat> from my perspective until further down the plot lines and i was like Ugh, don't really love those as much but did you all th take it as like a kind of like a parody or like i'm so curious because i just parody? was like yeah parody not not so much like i definitely saw some uh i guess i i, I did see like true intention behind everything like i think the i think the writing that they did for some of these characters was very good and so it was definitely like, I don't know. There's no like joke character that you can date. I even think they wrote the cat dating lines, dating in rough quotation marks. Like, but like the the cat storyline is actually like fine in itself as well. Like, very rarely was I ever going on a date with anybody and being like, oh, this is just for for shits and giggles. Like, I did, like, try to have, like, true intentions going into every single date, which I think speaks to, I guess, what this game wanted you to approach it as. Um, that being said, like, the, the game does offer you, like, a lot of joke responses and joke lines. Like, I think at one point, like, Isaac is texting me something and, like, one of the responses I can send is just an eggplant emoji. And I was just like, do I send this right now? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I sent it. I fully sent that one. Oh, I, I sent that to Sunder. Mm -hmm. He gave me eyes and a rose. Eggplant. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Yep. The metagame exactly. for dating is, is probably pretty intense at this point, I would imagine, having been out the game for a long time. That's how I look at all these games. It's just like, is this kosher? Are we all just like <laughs> doing this? All right, all right, all right, all right. No, I'm with it. Like, <laughs> I don't know. So if it helps, yeah. not realistic at all. 
Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's the sense. Like, I don't know. Well, everything. I don't know. So, like, I, okay, for me at least, like, I I don't play any of these games ever, ever, ever. And so it's just like, yeah, like going into it, it, it like it felt like a parody to me. I don't know if it was a parody, but everything is just so over the top that it's like that to me is how like parody often is because it's just like it's like the most intense shit ever. And then it's like you just like you, you get like two options to like click on and you click on one. and They're like, I fucking love that. And you're like, wow, we are really getting along, I guess. Like, <laughs> I think I said sure with a period, which did seem more appropriate than sure with a question mark, but I didn't realize you would love it. So, all right, sick. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It, it, it just seemed like, I mean, I don't know, like even stuff like the boa being the, like the stuff you would drink and just like the, the setup, I just felt ridiculous and fun. So like fair. Um, I guess I don't really know what a dating sim would be like if it took itself seriously. I'm sure those exist, but yeah, it seems it seemed parody like to me. I don't know. Yeah, there's. I mean, I think it's like out of trend now to take itself too seriously as a dating sim. So mm -hmm. most of them True. are like, haha, fun. We're like quirky, but still sentimental. I feel like, dude, that might just be like a trend across beyond dating sims. Because like I think of like Marvel movies, like they stopped taking themselves seriously a long time ago. You know, they were like, if you don't have like the funny like relief moment, like. What are you even doing? And like, I don't know. I just feel like that's just kind of a general trend. Like everything is getting cheekier, you know, like even like, dude, for fuck's sake, like websites are cheeky now. They're like, hey, man, let me have your password. Like wink. And you're like, what the fuck is happening? Like, why is this thing <laughs> like doing this? But I feel like even that's happening. So, yeah, like that's just a trend, man. That's well said. Out of trend. Yeah. Yeah. People like it, I guess. I don't know. I, 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 I think yeah. this will expand into some like maybe some controversies that this game has overcome like has gone through since its release um but right. i also just think the general gamescape um kind of has made it so a quote-unquote normal dating sim just kind of doesn't fly as well as it maybe did in the past um again i don't play a lot of visual dating novels um dating visual novels um, the only ones I've played are like ones that go off the walls like Doki Doki or I the only other one that I've played is uh, Dandelion was the only other one that I've played. And oh my I think gosh, blast from the past. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that, that one, while it still involves, I guess, uh, you know, magical boys that turn into rabbits. Um, it still kind of followed okay. normal. I would, I, I say normal in very rough quotation marks, but like normal for the time, like normal dating conventions where it's like very attractive guy and, you know, quiet, shy, demure girl who like, you know, needs to be, needs to find out what love is, you know, like that, that sort of trope. And I feel like a lot of dating novels, like thankfully have kind of gone past that where they're just like, okay, like let's, let's do a dating sim, but like, let's try to take it, I guess, like more modern and it's vernacular, but as well as like, you know, actionable items and whatnot. Yeah. And I feel like games in general are just more playful now too. Like, mm -hmm. like, don't you think like, like the, the like playful game is just like totally taken over. Like, I, I just feel like games that take themselves too seriously are just like totally outclassed by these games that just like don't even care and are just cutesy now. 
I feel like that's just like an indie trend. I don't even know if it's like a trend. It may just like, I mean, it's like a long trend. I feel like it's been many, many, many years that these sort of like cutesy games that don't take themselves too seriously are just like taking over. So, and they're, they're fun, you know, so fair. Right. I kind of feel like a lot of the narrative points that they're trying to hit are kind of like Undertale vibes of, mm-hmm. oh, it's so funny and quirky and silly, but also deeply sentimental and has like a true story and like emotionally moving because not to discredit this game it tries to bring up serious topics and does like you know talk around them a little bit i didn't personally get like moved by any of it but it tried there were some deep Mm -hmm. thoughts and things right Mm -hmm. yeah sure i i was also feeling that like connection to undertale um so i like that you brought that up Cameron, did you love Undertale? Are you like an Undertale lover? I I did love Undertale. Awesome. Good for you. I don't know if that's like a popular or unpopular statement. I would say that that's a... Oh, in this group? I don't... Uh, I also I loved mean... Undertale, so... It was split 50-50, I think. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I think Raphael and myself and... James, I don't. James, I think you were kind of. I'm, you were kind of. Neutral. I'm kind of neutral on Undertale. Yeah. Like, there's some things about it that I love, and there's some things about it that I absolutely hate. Um, and so it kind of evens out. Mm-hmm. There. And then I think, like McCoy, your main complaint with Undertale was just how internet-y it seemed. Yeah, <laughs> well, it's about as lame as you could put it. But yeah, like. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's maybe it's because I'm just thinking of like my grandma's name, which is Nettie. But like, it just, it just somehow it just got really lame. <laughs> oh God, yeah. Um, no, I mean, like, I don't have anything against people that like Undertale. For me, yeah, it's just I think I'm just, I think I'm just not like, like cutesy enough. Yeah. McCoy yeah. doesn't like the word doggo, if that means anything to his reception. Of, <laughs> but that of doesn't mean it's wrong. Right? Or, or woo yeah. I definitely don't like McCoy is McCoy is deeply offended by Uwu and all of its various relatives. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Boyfriend Dungeon has some strong doggo vibes. Like you could tell me that it's in the script and I would believe you. Yeah. A hundred percent. I agree. And so for me, when I turned it on, I was like, oh, cool. I'm going to hate this game. <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> Which is and fine. then you went into a dungeon and you were like, oh, it's Hades. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> what did you think about that? Oh, the gameplay? Yeah. I did not like the gameplay. <laughs> I am not surprised. <laughs> but, that, but again, like. I'm the just second saying, I entered a yeah. dungeon, I was like, oh, McCoy's going to hate this. Uh, God damn it. <laughs> Yeah, you know, fuck me. It's like I, I, this is this is not my realm, right? So I don't really have like a leg to stand on, really. Like I'm, I'm not here to like profess about it. I just was sitting there, like, ooh, oh, I think this could have been a little tighter. Like, oh, I think this. Okay, no, this is just to serve a different purpose, right? It's like, you know, they're trying to materialize like your, you know, fears and anxieties so you have to fight. Like they're trying to like they're trying to do messages and things and create scenarios mm-hmm. for. Uh, interesting talk back and forth. They're trying to do more interesting stuff necessarily than just have like a combat game. Um, but then you put me in this scenario where I am between a rock and a hard place with things that I t- that are just not my vibe. I'm like, man, <laughs> fuck, dude. Um, but it's John. It's John. Um, it I'm curious. Like the combat people... was secondary to yeah. Yeah. this Agreed. game. Like, oh, it definitely seemed. Yeah. Like, I, I, I definitely know what you mean, McCoy, in terms of, like, 
I felt like the combat portions could have used some extra polish. Um, but also, yeah. yeah, like I think they were doing that to just kind of play off of the visual novel game and to make it more roguelite, maybe put some meta progression in there, give you reasons to like want to go on dates with people. Um, and you want to go on dates to level up your weapons. And why do you want to level up your weapons? Well, to dunge. Um, yeah. But um, but yeah, like it definitely seemed, I, I did find the actual dungeon crawling aspect to be very limited and oftentimes just kind of an afterthought to the actual premise of the game. It was kind of just kind of like mm-hmm. a, a side quest or like a mini game almost within the game of dungeon boyfriend boyfriend dungeon and it sounds like yeah. that got around as like the typical like understanding of it because it sounds like maybe that's why camera didn't play it at first and so fair like i feel like there's probably a lot more to this game that you enjoyed than the combat i would imagine but yeah it's definitely there as like a it's combat i don't know did you guys play it on mouse keyboard probably all of you i would imagine mm-hmm. yeah nope yep. oh i played it relaxing back with a <laughs> controller what do you think? in a comfy chair. <laughs> I thought that uh, the combat could have been a little bit tighter and it was frustrating to aim things. Yeah. Um, but otherwise, I was fine with it. So I'm imagining that's less of a problem on mouse and keyboard. Probably. You're just like, Probably. You just point? And what? Yeah. There were a few weapons with very narrow attacks that were sometimes hard to aim, particularly yeah. the glaive when you threw it. Uh, it was oh, easy yeah, to whiff sure. that and then be like defenseless. Hmm. Yeah, I did not like the glaive. We hmm. actually, what was everyone's favorite weapon to use in combat? Hmm. Mm-hmm. I see. Yeah. I stuck with the epee or like the fencing sword. Astok. Yes. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. I don't know. That was the one I liked the most. I think other than that, I liked using uh, the the scythe. Scythe was also just really fun to use because of the gravity well. Yeah, same. Scythe mm-hmm. was my favorite. Mm-hmm. That's definitely a good shout. Another shout would be, for me, I just liked the moveset of the dagger. Like, mm-hmm. I just yeah. thought it was nimble, fast. I liked it. Because it kind of, it was like a simple decision tree. It was like you either... Okay, so like there's like light and heavy attacks in the game and like at least for the dagger, like the the way to think about it is like when you when you use the heavy attack basically, it's kind of like better, I would say, in like almost every way than your light attack is, but you have yeah. to like start it somehow. So you can either start it with a heavy attack, which is this like wind up then lunge, so that's good if you need to like cover distance, and then you can go into your heavy attack combo, which is very strong. Or you could start with a light attack if they're close, like stagger them, and then go into your heavy attack combo. So it's like kind of like two ways in. And by combo, you mean mashing. Yeah, I mean heavy attack, heavy attack, yeah. heavy attack. Well, yeah. <laughs> I think yeah. light, light, heavy, heavy was the best of the combos. Light, light, heavy, heavy? Yeah. I don't know. I would believe that. I could see that, though. Mm-hmm. So anyways, it's like... It's- I got by with the light, heavy, heavy, heavy. Mm-hmm. The dagger also like really incorporated rolls into it mm-hmm. uh, in a mm-hmm. very strong way. Uh, and I found that with rolling, the dagger's DPS was just unmatched by any weapon. Mm-hmm. And so I ended up like sticking I, with that for a long time. I found that um, rolling 
was very difficult. Maybe that was a controller issue, hmm. but uh, or maybe that was just a James issue. <laughs> I think that's probably more likely. Um, so I didn't really do a whole lot of that, despite the fact that I recognized that it was the large DPS upgrade. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's so funny that you guys think Hades when you were thinking of this combat. That makes so much sense. I was thinking of Bastion for some reason, but I guess that's just the connections that I have. Mm-hmm. I, I was I was thinking more Bastion than Hades. I agree. And mm-hmm. I think it was just because a lot of the enemy types had, I guess, similar attacks to that of Bastion. You know, you got your ranged guys that just shoot, like, balls at you of damage. And then, like, you've got your, like, bigger creatures that are tankier but easier to evade. Um, so you just kind of like do circles around them, just kind of hitting them every so often. Yeah. Like I definitely mm. felt like my play style was more akin to Bastion than Hades for sure. Okay. Huh. Yeah. I, I definitely I have guess that isometric. The main look. departure for me is like Bastion had a lot of ranged weapons. Mm-hmm. True. And this didn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's, but it does also have, you know, of course, like both of them have like that sort of, I think, want to say like isometric look to it. You know, it definitely has, it definitely felt like in the, you know, style of those types of games for sure. And I think that's, so. yeah, go ahead. Oh, I, I just wanted to mention that we hadn't gone around the circle in the weapon, talking about weapons yet. Hmm. So I just yeah. wanted to what did you use? remind us. Oh, I used... um. I used the, I liked the dagger and the cat claws, actually. Uh, mm-hmm. And then the, uh, the S-Doc. And I didn't really focus on the other ones. That's kind of wild. We all picked a different, like, set of weapons to play with. Mm-hmm. What did you play with? Uh, so once I got the scythe, it was scythe forever. Uh, <laughs> okay. But scythe before for that... It was whatever Sunder's weird sword name was. Talwar. Talwar. I, I did like the bleed on the Talwar a lot. Because oh, then you so knew great. that you could just pass by, like <laughs> clip them, and then just run away as they just bleed to death. <laughs> yep. That's definitely what I did. And then I was like, oh, wait, the scythe is like that, but without having to run away. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Did anyone do the 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 lightsaber type weapon oh yeah. that one so actually i played I, I i played all of the weapons all the way through so i did a fair bit of the laser saber um like trading off with the dagger and i thought actually like that was pretty good once you got to the stun on lightning yeah mm-hmm. exactly i didn't love it i i, I thought that that weapon was a little bit unintuitive to me it didn't feel like it did enough for what i wanted it to do but yeah i just liked it so much that i didn't even continue the romance with the person i also <laughs> I I did, yeah yeah fair yeah that that character seven i i, I just i was like you're boring <laughs> yeah okay um, he's boring but at least he's not annoying like almost every other character (laughs) (laughs) that's my hot take fair it's fair but i i don't know i he was annoying to me because he was just like boring 
I was just and then they justified it by shit. saying that he was depression, <laughs> that that he had, he was suffering from depression. And I was like, that's not. I mean, I guess some people that suffer from depression are like that, but it's like that's just somebody that thinks that that's like unattached from reality and like doesn't. I don't know. Felt fake. Um, and no, boring. you're not wrong. I had a. <clears throat> I think there was like an event where there was like a lounge, and he was like, "Ugh." This is too cute. It's not my style. I hate it. But like, I guess we can sit here. And I was just like, all right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, but he does that about every single situation. Yeah, he is like. He, is there a yeah. male equivalent to a Sundere? Sundere? <laughs> uh, like, yeah, he was very much that. Yeah, where he's just like, it's not like I like you or anything, but like, yeah, we can go ice skating. Or Oh, I'm gonna hate this for yeah. sure. We can go dancing, and I'm just like, Dude, no, no, no. I think the better off. the better question, although that's a good question, is is there a human equivalent to that? That's what I want to know. <laughs> like, do you Dude, know what I'm I think that that's that's the right question to ask McCoy. Like, no, there is not. Because <laughs> that's how I like, feel in all these dating games. Is I'm like, oh, that's both a trope and someone I've never seen before in real life. <laughs> <laughs> like at the same time and i just sort of like that just makes that's, me uncomfortable like that just makes me start stepping away is like this all of anime yeah exactly. yeah all right moving on um wait yeah. you've never met someone who's like i'm just so not interested in you but at the same time like let's hang out all the time but no, i just like no. i couldn't care less about no. you Th those people exist okay yeah every freaking person in this game is like a toxic is it, real human. do they <laughs> do they i love i love knowing that that's awesome yeah good okay i've also thing. never met somebody like that yeah. um maybe i just walk I away from people like too that much about myself maybe i just walk away from people like that i don't know it's just like it just doesn't make yeah, sense it's to like, me yeah like who are you like just say what you actually think or what like what is this games like that man no 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 um yeah, I think you're not wrong that everybody in this game is annoying. Like the um <laughs> unfortunate. The uh the glaive child Sawyer. um who's oh. definitely in college but looks like a 14-year-old. Romance and Sawyer also... seemed illegal. Oh, was also... <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Sure. Thank you for for also feeling that way. <laughs> I very much also felt that way. <laughs> good, good. Get... Sawyer is is the kind of fake human who, like, is completely useless at all things, except I guess maybe school. Like, like Making they. Making sure you're getting compensated for your work. <laughs> Workers yeah, rights. That. Oh my god. Great. Um your your romance of this uh person um is like teaching them how to cook. Oh and yeah. <laughs> I I understand that some people have like no concept of how to cook, but like the examples that were given were so off the wall. <laughs> that it was like it was hard to take them seriously like, like oh wait i need to use water to boil an egg yeah <laughs> exactly yeah. exactly yeah like what 
I can I can understand putting in water and then leaving it boiling for like so long because you forgot because you're a fucking airhead that you like burn the pot like. I like the term or you airhead. have ADHD. Uh, yeah, like, yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that. Well, we've all done it. <laughs> We've all done it. We've all done it. All I've done, done it. it. Mm -hmm. I'm embarrassed to say that I have <laughs> boiled water down to nothingness. Yes, oh, it has happened. Unfortunate. I'm also like a competent cook when I'm focused on it, but I was not focused on it. <laughs> this person is an incompetent cook to such a degree that it's just like, it's horrifying. It's like, how can you survive? And the answer is that they cannot survive. They don't have any money. They don't have any way to buy food or access food, it seems. And um, it's kind of a game over until you come time. along. Yeah. And so maybe, you know, maybe people enjoy that. Maybe people like, like dating someone fully incompetent humans. Um, <laughs> but I think they do, man. Really I don't know about it. Not me, but I think they might. Like, uh, a yeah, part of I me mean, yeah. wonders if you played this game as maybe like a younger player, if you would find qualities in Sawyer to like want to date them. But like as people in our <laughs> mid to late twenties, like it definitely seemed like, I don't know, like, like I said, it just seemed really illegal like to try and date and not Sawyer. dating. Yeah, it's, yeah. It seemed yeah. like parenting. Yeah. But, but even so, like the dialogue that they wrote for Sawyer was very odd considering that there's a romance path with them because at least in my playthrough there were many times where Sawyer would be like you're just like the best big sister I've never had and I'm like okay cool so they see they see me as a mentor I like that we'll keep it as you know this big sister relationship <laughs> I suppose and then they'd be like I love you and I'm like <laughs> you know I just think that might be I'm not going to say, like, that's on you, but have you kept up with the porn metagame? Because when someone calls you sister, no, no, I don't think no. that indicates anything these days. Do you know what I'm saying? This game uh, did not seem like it was going that direction, I guess is yeah. all I'll say. Yeah, try not to get no, stuck but, anywhere. Yeah. You're so right, though. Like, there were so many... It really felt like the game ha was supposed to have a romantic and a platonic path for, like, every character. Oh, and then they and would then just, they like, ran out of time. I don't know, because there's like I places bet, where I you're bet. like, I want to be friends, and then the next day they're yeah. like, sorry, I tried to make out with you, and you're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, let's just be friends, you and me, insanely hot individuals. It's like, okay. <laughs> but like, they had that little I'm yellow, sure that the yellow and the pink. Said that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, every time you, you choose a response, like, they'll either have pink hearts or, like, yellow hearts seemed like the golden oh, yeah. response or something. And, yeah, it's like, but then I agree, like, I don't remember who said it, but it's like, I think McCoy, you said it, like, I said yes with a period, and it was a golden heart. And I'm like, fuck. <laughs> no. Exactly, dude. <laughs> no, and Wait, that's, like. gold was friendship. Am I, I, dude, oh, is, who knows, is that bro? friendship? It probably doesn't oh, actually I, mean anything. I don't, yeah, I, I never could figure out if there was a difference, so I just assumed they were all improving their levels so that I could get more abilities to beat the dungeons faster. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> James, in, in some ways, you, like, utilized these people like weapons. Is that actually true? I feel like you would 
Because, like, in all the games we play, James is always, like, optimizing in his own way. He's just like, it doesn't fucking matter. Just, like, as long as I, this combo kills the Actually, thing. Actually, I mean, in this game, I enjoyed the writing um, in... in in some of the cases, I I really liked actually uh, a decent amount of the story of the Estoc guy, mm-hmm. Isaac, yeah, Isaac, um, and uh, I don't know. I I feel like the the parry system in that did not work at all in my brain. Uh, I know it probably worked technically, but, like, I just sucked at it. But I enjoyed, like, learning about that. I felt like he was written well for that uh, story. Um, so, no, I, I, not 100%, but, like, yeah, sort of. <laughs> no fair. No fair. It's just funny because, like, James usually will just, but, like, optimize hard. <clears throat> yeah. But also, I was like, okay, this is a dating sim, so I can choose to, like not date some of these people. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I left Sunder and Eric on red after like day two uh, (laughs) and just ignored, completely ignored them. Oh, damn. Ignored them. Yeah. And uh, that turned out (laughs) it does. It does. Except that uh, you can't finish the game unless Mm -hmm. beating the second dungeon is finishing the game. And it just lets you continue running around. Um, oh, you didn't have the like end, end thing. I don't know if, if spoilers yeah. are a thing. Spoilers or not, so. are gonna be okay, you guys. We can get spoilers for this, so feel free to go for it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I I never went to the weapon shop until I beat the second dungeon. Um, because that was like, do I want to go on a date with this guy who's like a dick? No. <laughs> So I will not go in there. Um, Eric is which just means that, so incredibly unlikable. It was yeah, like they tried too hard to make him unlikable. I think. <laughs> it was it was it was impressive. It was it was on the level of the mad scientist from Undertale. How unlikable he was, um, Eric. Hmm. Uh, he was so unlikable that I tried to date him just to break the game. <laughs> and to break his heart, right? Come on. It was because they give you options where you can like be nice to him, and it like never really matters because they're like, mm. "Oh, you're not supposed to be nice to him." But I, I kept mm. trying. I I was I just ghosted him, and um, mm-hmm. yeah. So I never learned anything about. And then I I actually what I did was I beat the second dungeon. Which there's two dungeons, right? Um, mm. And then I was like, "Am I done?" And then I Googled, "Am I done?" And um, and I found somebody's essay about the end of this game. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah! Huh. And I started reading it because I was like, "I don't know if I'm done." Like. <clears throat> do I have to continue my relationship with all of these weapons? Like what's going on? Um, and I found out that like the Eric storyline seems to trigger the like quote unquote end of the game. Um, but I did not pursue that because I did not have time. Fair. You didn't miss much. (laughs) I met 
some like weird sword looking dude. And apparently yep. that guy matters. Mm -hmm. um, yep. Can you explain that? Hatana. He's the final boss. Yeah, who wants He's the to final boss? Of <laughs> yeah, let's go for it. Let's talk about let's talk about this like weird looking sword guy. So we uh, apparently Eric, it was the person who was causing the weapons to be abandoned in the dungeons and chipped, and he was taking chips from them and assembling them into katana. Um. And so then it sort of ends up as like this extension of him but also evil well i mean he's kind of evil so it checks out but yeah i don't know it's like a manifestation of all of like the worst parts of eric in one being like he he assembles this creature because he wants to stalk you <laughs> Sick. and so like but then clearly like things don't go according to plan and instead of wanting to stalk you it wants to kill you um because also you could say within eric is this pent-up rage about the fact that you're not accepting his advances and so there's probably some part of him that is very upset with that um and so i just kind of saw it as a manifestation of all of like eric's truly villainous character within one being but then like eric realizes shit this is bad i've fucked up and so you have to defeat katana uh and then eric goes to therapy <laughs> perfect Literally. i mean that's a very that's a very watered down way of saying it really but like the final boss fight besides fighting katana is essentially eric apologizing to you for being a piece of shit throughout the entire game realizing the error of his ways and also realizing that like his way of coping with things is very unhealthy as it stands now and that he needs a healthier way to deal with you know these feelings that he's having um by assaulting other people yeah they gloss like, over that part <laughs> yeah. they were like don't worry about it he's a he's fine now he's understood that it's bad so we're just not going to talk about consequences yeah, to to physically assault other people okay yeah sure perfect all right yeah i i also thought about that and i was like oh he's there everyone's just cool with him now i guess a <laughs> <laughs> oh, good thing this wrapped up neatly all right yeah yeah mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. the ending definitely seemed abrupt for i don't know like yeah i definitely grew like i think I wish they fleshed that out a little bit, you know, had a little bit more consequences for Eric besides just feeling sorry. But I think that's also just kind of the woes of a small studio just wanting to get a game out, I suppose. Mm. Yeah, I mean, no, super. That's that was my vibe, too. I feel like they also could have made Eric like not as terrible as he was and still made the plot work. And then like the ending with him, like maybe being able to somewhat halfway redeem himself in, in this hypothetical scenario where he's not as awful would make more sense. I think like my reading of that was they wanted to put people that do act this way in the shoes of the person that they are acting this way too 
and like show people how awful that is. But all of those people will self-select out of playing this game. <laughs> um, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. Oh, dude. If you want to talk about like who <clears throat> will select this game, like this game is so for the people who would actually play it though. And that's why I respect it. But it is just like, you know what I mean? Like, like it is just, I want to say pandering, but maybe that's not fair, but it is just definitely designed for the type of people that would like this game and in no way will it ever spread any message to anyone else no way yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fair. every time i mentioned to anybody uh this week that i was playing a game called boyfriend dungeon they assumed it was a weird sex thing <laughs> um, <laughs> which they joke about in the game so fair play uh, <laughs> i'm playing every boyfriend dungeon they're like oh like oh Oh, okay. And I was like, yeah, it's, uh, and then I would explain what it was and they were like, oh, oh I thought it was yeah. a BDSM thing. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I knew that. Dude, how, how <laughs> do we live in a world that. where like BDSM is more mainstream than, than games are? Or I guess just maybe than this game is. Okay. <laughs> I do love it. Just like, yeah, it's the Christmas version. Yeah. Like, it's just like, what do you mean? Like, I don't know. It's just like a holiday thing for me every year, you know, just playing boyfriend dungeon. Slightly off topic question. Okay. But yeah. This must be asked. I've already talked to Raphael about this behind the scenes, full okay. disclosure. Okay. Okay. Who else wanted to date the axe guy? Because I was like, sign me up for this person, and then he never freaking came back. <laughs> <laughs> You're talking about, oh, why Jonah. am I? Jonah. Jonah. That's his name. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. I... I mean, he was a hunk. <laughs> he was the best character. Like, in that one scene, I was like, oh, you're a real human who is friendly and not weird. And I want to date you in this game. And he just never came. <laughs> and then, like, sure a real leaves the next day. Back. And then he's like, you'll see me sooner than you think. I have a feeling. And then you never see him again. Yep. Yeah, I think. Did I seem to recall that he's going to be DLC. Mm -hmm. Is Did anyone kiss him? I did. Yeah. <laughs> Did it work? Yeah, he was like, blush, I'm so inexperienced with this, but it was nice. <laughs> no, the real human just went out the window with that line. No. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of what he said. Yeah, yeah. So two people in my friend's group in high school started dating, and they were like, yeah, we uh, Googled how to make out because it wasn't working. <laughs> uh Reasonable. Reasonable. So there are people that are very inexperienced with kissing and uh, etc. I mean, you definitely like, see it in the um, halls if you like walk down like a high school. You just like I remember being in high school, like walking down and just being like, "Oh my god, that's just this is just, that's just wrong. It's just wrong. <laughs> what the fuck are you guys doing? It's embarrassing." So one thing if you want to do that in your house, but in public, Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah. Uh. I thought it was fun. I kind of wanted to try out the axe in the dungeon, but. Um, yeah, didn't. funny thing. I was just like, what is your moveset like? <laughs> like mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, the minute he was like, I transform into an axe. I was like, oh, amazing. Dude, but then he said sometimes and I'm like, wait, is that mixed to that weapon where it's like sometimes you have a weapon and then sometimes you get into a dungeon floor and you just have no weapon. and You just have to run around being like, turn into an axe. God damn it. Turn into an axe. He's like, I'm trying. I'm, I don't get it. It just doesn't help when you yell at me. I'm nervous. 
What an amazing mechanic. That yeah, that actually sounds really great. Now that that might that might teach someone something. I don't know. <laughs> Which reminds me of like another like like I said, there's just a lot of innuendo in this game. I think the best was like Sunder being like, "Oh, I'm feeling rather sharp this morning," and I just said Pixar. It didn't happen, and all it is is a picture of a sword yep. on the bed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just like hot. Yeah, did everyone get that picture, or was it only if you asked for pictures? I think it's only if you asked. I think I got that picture without asking for it. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds plausible. I, I think um, I got, like, two opportunities to say show me, and I took the second one and got it. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was might like, have happened, and I wasn't focusing. Uh, oh, my gosh. It is so funny, though, because, like, I definitely did have the thought of, like, because I just view the game so differently. Like, every time I did see a new character, I was just like, what's your moveset? And, some, and like, that is, like, some <laughs> really weird, like, maybe sexual thing in this universe, you know? <laughs> but, yeah. Like, uh, wait, did you, do you mean show me your moves? Um, yeah, essentially show me your moves. Yeah. 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 Show me your moves. Mm-hmm. Um, I was thinking with that picture, who took the picture? Like, how did you mm-hmm. get that angle? Mm-hmm. Mandy, Mandy took it. I mean, he probably has, like, a whole camera set up for his bed. Mm-hmm. Like, I based on that. who he is. That's, that's, oh, yeah, that that's the sense. right answer. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's the right answer. It's a moneymaker. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, you didn't get to that conversation where he, he said he was a porn star? <laughs> oh, I did not know that. I was joking. No. He didn't say that. <laughs> he, he's actually uh, a vampire. Spoilers. I didn't get to that conversation either. Oh. I think he's level two and a half in my game. Um, Did anyone else max out Sunder? Uh, as yeah. soon as he revealed his fuckboy ways, I was like, uh-uh. <laughs> like, you're sorry. You mean when you meet him? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I went on one date with him. I think I got him to level two. And mm-hmm. then I was just kind of yeah. like, all right. We're good here. And then every single person was like, yo, I've heard he was violent. I was like, okay, cool. You're not. <laughs> I... Yeah, I'm Literally good without that. Every character will be like, don't talk to Sunder. I know. Break your heart. And you're like, oh. Yeah. Like, 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 like the lady, like right, now, like right at the beginning when you meet him, she's just like, he'll break your heart. <laughs> And then I told We're him, like, best friends, but I hate him. Exactly. <laughs> and then I, what she all says. I did was, like, hey, this lady said that you would break my heart and he was like man fuck <laughs> like <laughs> like <laughs> yeah that's just i don't know i don't know i don't know mm-hmm. i tried to go as platonic as possible with everyone i don't know if i really succeeded to be honest but oh god yeah this i don't know game oh. seems to like have a relative platonic pa- i mean it says at the very beginning like go ahead and date or just have platonic friendly hangouts like did that work not really like every like everyone just makes <laughs> comments about how hot you are just like over and over and over again in our quote platonic friendship it's just it's really uh, odd do your friends <laughs> not talk about how hot you are my not friend? okay okay not yeah, careful how i not, answer this because it could reflect enough. something about me but no none of my friends tell me how hot i am and if that is if that is something that i'm learning about myself now this is not the moment 
in such a public stage. I wanted to learn that, but yeah, um, no. All right, well, I guess we'll have really to talk about how hot you are more. Mm-hmm, I yeah. guess so. Yeah. Well, it was like, and they would talk about how hot they were too. They're like, God, we're just so fucking hot, but we're friends. And it's like, okay, what the fuck is happening? Like, <laughs> that's not how you talk to people. I, it's me all the no, time. No, it's not. It's just what we do. No, guys, I am like so far removed from this game. You really have no idea. Like, there's so many different levels of why I'm not the right person for this game. Like, for me, for example, like. It's just a personal thing. Like, obviously, I have no preference on what anybody else should ever do. But, like, for me, I can't actually, like, date. And I don't mean, obviously, because I'm in a committed relationship. But I mean, like, no, no. I can't actually, like, emotionally connect with multiple people at the same time. Like, I just, I can't. It, it feels wrong to me. There's some, like, honor in there that's like, no, you commit to a person and you see where that goes. So just the premise of multiple people talking to me in, like, a dating way is just already freaking me out. Like, no, no, how do I no, I can't do this. This isn't right. Like, because I was just out with this other person. That doesn't make sense. And so like, just the, even the premise of a dating game alone, I can't even do. I literally can't even do it. So it's embarrassing. Um, yeah. Now I want you to play Dandelion. <laughs> no. Okay, fine. All right, we, we get yeah, you well, back you for Dandelion. you do have to commit. So, hey, I mean, that could work. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was going to say, like, and I don't know how this is going to reflect on me as a person being also of a committed relationship right now, but like, I kind of appreciate that this game didn't necessarily lock you into one person the minute you showed interest, but I, it's less so of a romance like reasoning and more so of a video game completionist reasoning that I appreciate Mm -hmm. this aspect. Um, Only because I don't know, like when it comes to dating simulators, I like to see where all of the narrative paths go and i don't have time for nine separate playthroughs of the same game so i was at least appreciative that this game let me date everybody to the max besides sunder because i left him on level two but like (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) i think i left i never finished sunder or seven's dating path because i just found both of them to be insufferable um but i was at least glad that i could like finish everybody else's like full character arcs uh, just to see how those played out without it negatively affecting the game for me you know like stardew valley if you date everybody in the town they like all confront you and everyone hates you (laughs) afterwards and this time it was just kind of like yo sweet you just made out with me you just slept with me but now you're going on a date with another guy cool and even at one point your mom's like hey are you polyamorous and i was like well i guess i am and she's like yay go polyamorous (laughs) (laughs) this is what i mean this is what i mean like this game knows who its audience is like everyone in the whole situation is just like yeah just have sex with each other it's all good it's like okay well sure at the same time i feel like sunder's character arc does not make sense in the context of that no it doesn't Mm -hmm. (laughs) Hmm. yeah well, I, I wouldn't know, I guess. I never completed it. So at the very end, spoilers, obviously, mm. Sunder's just like, all right, now that we're maxed out on hearts, I got to break up with you. Mm. Because, ah. like, I'm not good enough for you. Mm. And I was like, excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> it really was weird. You're like, look at me. No. well i mean i really was looking for a dialogue option that was in the line of like you don't get to decide if you're good enough for me that's something i decide Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. i mean 
granted he doesn't really need a reason to break up like if he wants to break up like sure break up but like the the whole thing just didn't make sense to me right but that reason in particular is just like well that's just the most offensive reason (laughs) yeah so were you actually dating him because i every single time i'd be like we're not dating i don't like you all right i'll go dancing or whatever and then he's like drops that on me and i'm like what like what we were not in a relationship (laughs) awesome i thought we were gonna start a relationship with our else like level six heart thing (laughs) i think that that's not outside of the realm of real people uh though like you hang out with people and then all of a sudden they're like yeah, we can't be in a relationship. Like, I'm not... And you're like, wait, we were not. You're like, what? We were just friends. <laughs> yeah, that's true. What? Oh, I've you also know, never like had that... that one happen to me either. That's hilarious. I, yeah, I, want, I, mean... I want that one so bad. That's, that's so funny. Like, you're just turning like, what? Let... Wait, wait, wait. And you have to, like, what rethink you your entire existence yeah. with them. Like, oh, God, wait, 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 wait. Okay, what... What's your perspective? Like, just from, like, what, what were you? They're like, yeah, when you when you texted, sure, period. <laughs> God damn it, what? Speaking of that one, like, there was one, like, as much as I hated Sire's character and the whole idea of dating him, there was that one point where he's like, are you judging me? And the options are nope. Nope, in parentheses, lie. And a little. I chose a little. <laughs> Yeah. That one was funny. That was a good yeah. joke. Yeah. Dude, okay, like, so this is obviously not the fault of dating sims, but the other thing that actually gets me about them is, like, is, is these scenarios... Okay, first of all, they're, they're really cutely written in, in a bunch of scenarios, like, what you can choose, and I totally get that. But to me, like, the whole fun of getting to know someone, like, platonic or not, is that, like, they'll say some shit, and you have to listen to that, and then you have to, like, think of an interesting, unique, like, answer to that. And I feel like that just doesn't translate to a video game. Like, because I always just like, look at these options and I'm like, man, I wouldn't have said any of this shit. Like, this shit sucks, bro. This shit's lame. Mm-hmm. Like, I wanted mm-hmm. to say, like, this. And it's just like, I don't know. But to me, like, that's like the whole fun. And like, uh, I don't know. I feel like I'm just like an old person, like, shouting, like, like, <laughs> just like, you kids don't understand. And it's not anything to do with you or kids or understanding. But it's just, I don't know. Like, do you, what do you guys feel about those? Like, do you, do you know what I'm talking about? Where you like, look at the options. Just for me, it's literally all the time. Like, none of these are in my voice, therefore, I I don't know what. In this, in this game specifically, like, I never played from my voice. I, I felt like I was role-playing somebody else. Hmm. Um, and in, the, in that context, I was totally fine with all of the, hmm. like, options. Like, I would just, like, choose one that I thought was fun for the character <clears throat> does that make sense fair yeah. yeah yeah i mean for some background that you may or may not know about dating sims were originally like basically interactive novels so like mm. the mm. self-insert of this game is pretty intense but usually you're like playing a person with the personality and you're kind of like mostly just reading what they do with very limited interactions so it's hmm. It's more like reading a book than it is like being a person in the game is how I approach these. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. I feel mm-hmm. like that's kind of like a Western RPG versus like JRPG thing where it's like 
for at least for a while, a lot of Western RPGs were like, you are the main character, whoever you want him to be, you know? Like, whatever, whatever you do, if you chop wood, you'll be better at chopping wood. Whereas then, like, JRPGs were like, no, you're this character, and so, like, we're going to tell you a story about this character, and I, maybe that's, like, the distinction is, like, I maybe, yeah, I should be role-playing the characters more. Okay. I see what you're saying. I mean, this one was a little hard to role-play because they didn't, they didn't give you that much information. <laughs> no, it felt like this is the most generic could-be-you character. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? I don't know if it's exactly yeah. that, but it was just like a lot of the scenario was just sort of like... Yeah, but it scenario. very much could not be me from the very beginning, so it wasn't hard <laughs> to take myself out of it. Fair, fair, good. <clears throat> Did anyone find the mom text annoying? You can disable Well, them. so I think that's an interesting aspect because the mom texts from the very get-go of the game ask if you want them disabled or not, for one Yeah, thing. I regretted my decision. But, of... but, but, but wait, wait, guys, guys. Did I read this wrong? I thought that was like a like a trigger warning thing. Was yeah. it not? Yeah, it was. It, it seemed like mm-hmm. it was more oriented at like people who had trauma that would be brought up related to their mom. That's what I thought it yeah. was. And Right. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, I just... I it mean, just... it's a setting... You can. Yeah. I think it's originally a setting because of that, but. It's a right. setting you but can also. Hmm. But also. You get a lot of texts from your mom. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the other. Dude, I was um, like, Jesus Christ. I love that, like, guys. My which nightmare in was real life. relatable, honestly. Yeah. I get a lot no, of that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I literally <laughs> had texts that I haven't answered yet, right now, on my phone. Like, do I need a video game that like also does this shit to me? No, please. <laughs> I do love that it's really clean. Where you're right like, when we started recording this podcast, my mom called me, left a long message, and then texted me an hour later saying, "I left you a message," uh, and I literally, I said, "Just started recording when she called." I texted her that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I do think there's. Hi, a really... mom. Love you. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> Yeah, write in with the exact words of your voicemail, and then we can, as a podcast, <laughs> assess it and its value. But yeah, uh, I don't know. I, I did like the, like the, if you're like in a text conversation, and then they're like writing it, and you're just like, fuck me if I'm going to sit here while this motherfucker's writing it, even though they are a computer, and then you leave that shit, it like comes in as a banner at the top. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm like, okay, that's clean. Like you go back to responding to someone else or something like that. Ugh. Yeah. I really liked that aspect of it in the very beginning of the game when yeah. like multiple people were texting you i was like this is going to be great and then it kind of fell apart later but like it was a strong start with the texting yeah i agree because well, like that's like what i think of like back in my high school like it, like not me particularly exactly but like definitely like a girlfriend of mine that i had like would just text a lot of people like all the time i was like bouncing all those conversations and bouncing around and i definitely like i definitely for a time was like trying to keep up with that level of texting before i realized that i fucking hated that shit and stopped responding to everyone um but like i don't know i I think that's like it's cool because it like reminded me of that like okay this is well placed like well it was well done in terms of like the realism of that experience on the other hand i feel like it falls into the same problem that texts in other games have fallen into uh like life is strange where it's like you're you want to just like get on with the conversation and you have to wait for the like the the typing bubble to resolve into the next message uh, I would have really appreciated like a skip button there. Mm-hmm. That's true. Mm-hmm. I did have that a couple times where I was like, okay, I'm just going to sit here and wait until you write. Okay. 
it's just yeah. so different in a video game like because like if that was actually my phone though and maybe that's like the next evolution is like oh that's definitely the next evolution get like download a pair like companion app that'll like text you like according to the game because like really what you need to be doing is like running around the dungeon and then you're like on the fucking third floor of some shit and then someone like texts you and then you're like wait let me just finish this room right and then you like have a stopping point you like put down your controller whatever the fuck you pick up your phone like that's it's kind of like that, but I feel like if you had a physical extra device so you could literally be doing something else instead of just, yeah. like, being... So, I mean, I, I did try to do other things while I was waiting for the messages to come in as much as possible, but sometimes you just don't have other things to do. Mm-hmm. Look in the mirror, bro. There's there's literally a game for your phone that is fake anime boys texting you. <laughs> oh, no. No, please. <laughs> you you described a real is. game. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't think um, I, I guess that's it. like that's like the saddest dating sim where you can like I, I, I did not play it but I think it's popular <laughs> well there's Yo. a lot of sad people out there so um Cameron 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 listen yeah. to me listen to me we should do a dating sims block and you should lead us through oh God. the world oh, of no. dating sims wait like I can <laughs> I can have you play whatever game I want like you pick four weeks of games in the dating sim genre, in any order, in any way. Oh no! And then McCoy, we just what are him. you doing? I don't know, but like, it just <laughs> oh, seems like no. you have to be our guide. McCoy's he knew about the one. McCoy's throwing. He... <laughs> <laughs> I just what? What about me saying there is a dating app game on your phone with a bunch of anime guys texting you throughout the day that made you be like, I want four weeks of this? <laughs> no, it's a fair question, and admittedly, like when you say it like that, no, I really don't want that but at the same time it was the way with which you sounded like an expert in this novel land that <laughs> that i think was what interested me but fair okay fair i mean look i i'm not actually full disclosure for anyone who may listen to this who actually is an expert i'm not actually that much of an expert mm-hmm. but <laughs> it's the blind you but there are a bunch of dating sims that i know about and one of them will be dandelion so Ooh, there you go yes there you go <laughs> bring it back yeah it'll be fun oh god i don't know I, so I'm... how did this game go off the rails hmm. just like that topic that we just had off the rails <laughs> um hmm. how did it go off the rails i don't know i mean i th- that's a term that you used cameron and i wanted to hear what you how you thought it it so did, yeah Cameron. it started off strong I think where there were a bunch of people talking to you, the pace of like new people to talk to was pretty good. And then mm-hmm. there was like this moment where like they were like, you just have to progress in the dungeon, I guess. So like no one was texting you unless you maxed out their hearts. And then shortly after that, at least for me, the power level of my character just spiked insanely high. And I was able to clear dungeons list like immediately. And then I got a bunch of stuff just, like, happening all at once, and then the game was over, and it was just, like, kind of, like, I don't know, whiplash. Did anyone else have anywhere near that experience? Also, caveat, I got a special hat that made this happen. I don't know if other people got (laughs) that hat. hat. Which hat? The double damage hat. Double damage hat. Mm. Oh, Oh, I I only ever used him with the S-Doc, and it was a struggle, because I couldn't parry, because I'm bad at that, apparently, in this game. Um... But yeah, it, it's. I think it's so. A good hat. I never actually equipped <laughs> anything for stats. I did it solely for looks. Um, <laughs> but apparently, I 
I wore the Phoenix hat that was an extra life. But um but I agree with you like the the pacing of the game has the threat of being janky at times only because I cleared the second dungeon in one run. Like floor 1 through 12 in one run. Yep. And after that like clearly they don't want you to necessarily start like the finale of the game. And so, yeah, for a while there, I had nobody texting me. I kind of like wandered aimlessly about the town being like, well, I have no one else to reply to with text messages, but nothing else has opened up. Like, what do I do? And basically, I like replayed the last three levels of a dungeon. And like by the time I leveled up somebody to level six, like that's when it finally leveled up and opened up the ending for me. Um and yeah, it was like, it was just very disjointed. Like, it's like the game did not expect me to clear that in one run. And as a result, like, immediately the story was just off pace for me for like the yep. rest of the game. Same. Um, which is unfortunate because like, I, I did like a lot of like the pacing. Like, so I guess my first date, I guess, or like the, my first like true rule true relationship level six relationship was with isaac and i thought his storyline was progressing along very well um but then if i wanted to date any other characters to see what their storylines were it was like bam 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 like you go on a date they text you go on a date they text you go on a date they text you might have to do one room in a dungeon just to maybe level them up a little bit more to get to the next level but like you know date is just one after another so like before you know it, their character conflict and resolution is happening literally in the span of five minutes for me, um, which mm. was unfortunate because, you know, I, I I was going with Isaac for the longest time, but then Rowan showed up and I was like, ah, their <laughs> anime is fuck. I want to join them. <laughs> um, I posted a Rowan in the chat uh, just because, I mean, come on. With the albino raven and the fucking hand gestures. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I'm going to get in on this. Um, and unfortunately, Rowan's storyline, though, was very rushed for me. Because I literally just met them. And the next thing I know, we're, like, sleeping together. And I'm like, whoa, this is very fast. But okay, I guess I want to know what their dating path is like. Like, cool. <laughs> um, but yeah. I don't know what else to say about it, but like other than that, just like I agree, and like it's almost like they didn't expect people to be good at this game? Question mark or like I don't know, but like I I feel I like think... the second dungeon needed to either like there needed to either be a third dungeon to go through, or like the second one maybe needed to be not as easy to clear. <laughs> yeah, it definitely felt to me like there were going to be more dungeons in this game and then they ran out of time and shipped too. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean I only discovered Rowan existed when I was at like like I died by accident on floor 10 in the second dungeon and I was like well I'll go explore the town and uh, found Rowan um, and like only leveled him up like one time 
just to try out the weapon. Um, yeah, just try out the weapon before I before I just stopped. Uh, the weapon is weird. It seems like super powerful, but um, a little unwieldy. Uh, that's that's my opinion on that weapon. Um, yeah, I, I I do agree with you. The pacing is weird, um, but I I don't think it's I don't know. It seemed fine to me just because it felt like a game and like this. There they made choices uh, that made sense for the game and um while like storylines were going crazy fast it's like it's kind of as fast as you want them to go uh and i don't know it felt fine to me but then again i was kind of trying to get through what i was able to get through in a short amount of time so you were like, I like the whiplash because it means I have to play less of this game. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. Unfortunate. But also, like, I don't know, like, the there wasn't a whole lot of emotional whiplash. I only finished two stories. I only finished Isaac and um, uh, Val. Val's stories. Uh, and I don't know. The Val story was a little bit like Jake felt like significant whiplash the guy that's like following her around mm -hmm. um and i also definitely felt like she had some unresolved things that made the relationship un untenable like the fact that she insisted on you like telling the truth all the time and then it felt like she was just lying constantly um which is you know reasonable things that unreasonable things that real humans do sure. um and um the fact that like she's still in a artistic collaboration with her ex mm -hmm. uh boyfriend um is another real life thing that they explore in this game but it kind of doesn't feel like that relationship is resolved in a successful way. Um, then again, it doesn't really feel like your relationship with her is resolved at all either. Uh, so, yeah. I don't know. It, it felt like there was still some tension needing to be solved there for it to be a happy ending or whatever. Yeah, I didn't get a lot of like satisfaction from any of the narratives i think yeah i really liked um at the end of isaac's after his father does a hostile takeover of his venture capital firm uh and kicks him out um and then disinherits isaac um just as icing on the cake um I really liked his line, like, maybe venture capital isn't the best way to help solve income inequality. And I was like, oh, wow, where'd you get that idea? <laughs> <laughs> um, and then he asks you how to solve 
income inequality is like one of the last things on, on your like final date. And I was like, this is amazingly stupid. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Um, I shit. He's looking for ideas. Yeah, I know exactly. And and like the options were like, like political influence. Um, I I can't even remember what they were. Like it was political like, influence. It was that. It was also like local activism was another. Oh yeah, local activism, yeah. and then uh, I don't know was one of them. Uh, which is the correct answer because none of the three options that are given are going to solve income inequality, but, <laughs> um, <clears throat> you know, I mean, of the three political influence does seem reasonable. It depends on how, right. You exactly. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That, that's the one that I gave. Um, um, yeah. But definitely not a great ending to a romance plot. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's like I don't Well, I, I'm not inheriting millions anymore. I don't know what I'm doing, <laughs> but I still have some money from starting a venture capital firm or whatever. So, I guess I'll do whatever you tell me to do to try and solve problems. I I think there was a little bit of good there in that it was like now that I'm not inheriting this and needing to decide what to do with my father's money, I feel freed. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I agree with that, too. Yeah. Like, I thought that I thought that there was a lot of stuff about that story that was, like, really reasonable. And the fact that that guy was, like, uncomfortable with um, making a connection quickly, like, rang true to me as well. Um. I, I do agree fact, with you. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. No, keep going. Oh, I, I was going to... I do agree, like, though, that I think a lot of people's storylines just kind of seem to be them being like, I need to take care of the... Like, I need to do better with such and such thing. But then, like, mm. them never... Either not, never proving it or, like, never doing anything for you as the player character to, like make it seem like it would be a healthy relationship. Like it's all just words. Like we will be partners in life. Not just, you, you won't just be my girlfriend. You'll be my partner. And I'm like, okay, let's show it. And then they don't. I'm like, okay, well, I guess I'm just assuming. And then they're like, well, guess you're leaving now. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then you, you meanwhile the though, just to be fair, just to be fair, you meanwhile, just fielding texts from everyone else the whole time. So <laughs> You know, there's there's a little give and take. You're my life partner, but I'm gonna go hook up with this 18 year old. Uh, give me a second. Yo, they don't even know how to like cook food, and so and how can they yeah. support themselves? Yeah. <clears throat> mm -hmm. It's really funny though. Just on that really small side tangent about the not being able to cook food. Um, there, I was did once listen to a podcast, and one of the members was telling a story about where they like it was like in their late 20s though. Like they also just didn't understand how to cook food at all. And like I wouldn't say I'm by any means an expert, but like this was shocking even to me. And they were just like talking about like they called their mom about cooking eggs. And you're like, yeah, I've got the eggs in like the pan and stuff, and like the heat's on. Like, how hot should it be? You know, like normal question. It's like, oh yeah, it should be this hot or whatever. And then it's like, but it's just, it's just not, it's not the right consistency. It's not like melting down. And the mom was like, what do you mean melting down? And apparently, this person had broken the eggs, got rid of the middle, and then took the shells and just threw them into the pan, and was just hoping that 
was going to dissolve into an omelet. <laughs> oh, my. oh my god! Yeah, so you know, hey, it happens. Um, All right, so never mind. Sawyer's the best written character because yeah, yeah right. actually, like actually, fun fact: if I remember that person's particular storyline correctly, because I did follow a podcast that they listened to for about ten years, I think they got married at a Taco Bell. I'm pretty sure that's like where that story is. That ended. sounds so, right. Yeah, that sounds I love right. That. Mm -hmm. So fair play on that. They know what they like. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Sorry, quick tangent there, but it's worth it. No, that was amazing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, if that had been Sawyer's plotline, I would have been more like, that's not believable than the forgetting the water one. Yeah, that sounds actually, I, I think that plotline should have ended at a talk about marriage or something. Like, could have been like, they could have abstracted the brand. But like, don't you think like, it just, it just feels like it connects in the right way. The big narrative payoff is maybe we don't need to cook for ourselves. Maybe we just have yeah. fast food. Exactly. <laughs> Let's just get you delivered. Get married at Starbucks. Exactly. Sure. <clears throat> or kick. So I did want to talk about the controversy of this game a little bit. Okay. Can you uh, can you tell us what it is though? Like. Well, yeah, of course. Like okay, I'll okay. I'll give some back background only because I think it does spark actually a lot of good discussion in terms of games, but. When this game first came out, uh, reception was good. However, there was a certain either vocal minority or whatnot that really started trashing the developers of this game, like doing so much as to send like death threats to them and whatnot over like the choices that they made for this game. Death threats, kids. Never oh. cool. <laughs> Yeah, never cool. Generally, <laughs> never cool. Don't do it. Um, but this is in regards to like the content warnings that they put at the beginning of this game, because um, this game has always had content warnings going out. Um, but the complaint was that the content warning was not explicit enough for what the game was about to do to the player, uh, nor did it provide an opt-out feature so that they could skip those parts of the game themselves. And I guess the parts of the game explicitly that people were mainly upset about was just the stalking and excessive texting behavior of Eric, um, the main villain of this game. And I don't know, I want to get your guys' thoughts on it, about this whole idea of how explicit do content warnings need to be um, in order to be deemed acceptable? But as well as, you know, well, of course, death threats are just like not, not cool good. whatsoever. So not great, like, yeah. I, I guess I, I'm just I'm just curious because we we have talked about content warnings in the past. Um, actually, one episode that comes to mind is our Doki Doki Literature Club episode, mm -hmm. where that game does have a content warning at the beginning. But I also seem to recall, I think it was Adam who brought up the fact that there wasn't a like how he would have liked a second content warning before the actual stuff started only because at that point he had been playing for two hours and kind of forgot about the content warning. Um, like it's, I think it's hard to talk about, at least me personally, it's hard to talk about only because everyone has different experiences and whatnot. And I have not had either of these experiences that this game of boyfriend dungeon has really, you know, explored. I just want to get your guys' thoughts on it. Like, sure. 
but... were these people truly in the wrong for not giving as explicit of a content warning prior or you know is there ways that they could have approached this better i mean since then they have patched the game yeah, and made the content warning more explicit um yeah i was gonna say it's pretty explicit i thought but that must be post all this so yeah mm -hmm. well so all they changed was just the wording of the content warning um mm -hmm. Before they said that it references stalking and, you know, other behavior of the like, and they changed the wording to say that uh, the player will be exposed to stalking. You know, listen, I'll, I'll let a lot of people talk the majority on this. I would just say, like, the first thing that I would say is that to the point, and I don't know if this is exactly their words or if this is your paraphrasing, but to the point, like, the game does not have an opt-out feature for it. It doesn't in the sense of, like, you could take it out of the game. But I do want to remind everyone that all games have an opt-out feature where you can turn them off. Um, I, I know that sounds silly, but, like, seriously, though, like, we have a lot of agency in this. It doesn't mean you can't be abruptly surprised by something that you weren't expecting. But it does mean, though, that if that's really uncomfortable, I do urge people to note that about themselves and, and turn that thing off. Um, but what, are, what other people think about potentially more of the details of it though computers have a way of shutting the whole thing down really easy yeah in games and yeah yeah mm -hmm. i i guess uh, oh go for go it. no you go first okay i guess it's hard for me to so in a world where the ending of the game meant something to me which i'll be clear it did not move me in any way but like let's right. assume it was right. very good <laughs> right right um it wouldn't really make that much sense to, to like turn off the stalking because you kind of need that for like the ending to make any sense at all like if, if you play like james and you ignore eric the entire time you're not gonna know why anything matters because you wouldn't have like experienced his behavior However, given that I don't care about the ending at all and it didn't move me even with the content, it would have been really nice to be able to just block people on the phone. And I, it wouldn't have taken mm. anything away from my experience. But also, I understand my experience was not the target experience of the game. Fair. That's interesting. I'll block people on the phone is like such a straightforward in-universe way to approach this. Interesting. That's, I mean, that's kind of what I did. Yeah, them. exactly. <laughs> like for the whole time, Sunder under Sunder's name, it said "you up?" question mark, and I just ignored it. No, nah. I was like, yeah, that no, <laughs> but I'm I'm yeah, I'm not up for whatever you're asking about. Uh, and then for Eric, I don't even remember. Like, I think he like added some more texts when I didn't respond. Like after I beat the first dungeon or something, like. I don't know. Like, I basically blocked him. Like, he would show up at stuff and be like, oh, it's you. You're super hot. Like, later, hottie. And I was like, don't call me that. <laughs> and he was like, ha-ha. Uh, and, like, that was my experience of him as, like, a weird guy that lives in the town that is clearly into you. Um, and that was it. And then... And then I beat the second dungeon, and it was really disappointing after that. I was just like, there's nothing to do. I don't really want to go and speak to this Eric guy, so I guess I'll turn it off, question mark? <laughs> um, Respect. 
so yeah, I don't know. Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I guess I didn't get like to the beach episode or whatever. Uh, referenced in the essay that I read, <laughs> yeah. there was yeah. some like picture of like all of the weapons on the beach, or something like that. Yeah, it's where they all stand in a line and tell you that they love you. No, oh, great. Oh, really? <laughs> that doesn't seem anime at all. Really? I mean, that's kind of what <laughs> really? happens. Much, yeah. <laughs> that's neither interesting nor cool. Like, <laughs> what are you talking about, James? Okay. Part. <laughs> Affirmation with that quick succession? I don't know, man. I I, I, I don't know. know. I feel like yeah. people have really, really differing opinions on this sort of thing when it comes to like trigger warnings in general like i don't know it's one of those things where like i feel like for me it's always been like well it doesn't really like affect my experience uh both like usually all of the things in the media that people are talking about but also like the trigger warnings either like not like so it's like if that's helping someone, then it feels it feels generally like positive. I will say though, it is in small opposition to things like Doki Doki, where it's probably really, really necessary. Not, I'm not sure it's necessary, but really, really important, probably or really, really valuable. Um, but at the same time, mm. that game is like a bait and switch game, and so for a bait and switch game to be like, there's a part of this game, it's gonna fuck your shit up, um, but you don't know about it yet. Anyways, I'm just gonna lull you into false sense of security. Is like a really unfortunate thing for their bait and switch. Um, but also like, of course it's a pretty intense fucking game. So I get it. Um, but yeah, and notably remaster, they have added it now. So that a pop-up will show up prior to like the twist. Yeah. And see like, so for me, Ray, as someone who's not the target audience of that, that, that is chipping away at the, at the game's ability to throw a curveball, But you know, it's like maybe, and they clearly are okay with that, with that trade-off, the trade-off of that for the value it does bring. And so fair. Um, I don't know. Maybe like I just grew up in a world without this stuff. It doesn't, for me, it's just, it's just not for me. So because I don't understand it, it's really a matter of is if it is really helping people then fair. Um, what What is interesting to me is there's a really vocal community of really like angry voices that talk about whether or not it's like good enough or succeeded. And it'd be one thing if it was like a normal discussion, but it's like a really vitriolic discussion of like, you fucked me. And it's like, whoa. Um, and that's because to me, that's just because they're like, they had a trauma response and, so there's a lot of anxiety going on and they use that to lash out at people instead of, um, you know, meditate or whatever. Uh, and because you have access online, it's just like instant gratification. Um, I'm not sure I would call it gratification. Well, yeah, I wouldn't either, (laughs) but I just, I know you mean though, you know, it's not the appropriate term. Um, but, yeah, it's Instant this very revenge. It's it's this very interesting time for games only because of the ease of access 
um, yeah. and the automatic feedback um, that some of these development companies get, but in particular, indie companies, which, you know, Boyfriend Dungeons, you know, uh, Kit Fox Games is an indie dev studio. And so they're a small team. All of these people are easily accessed on Twitter. So reaching them is very easy. But then also, I think there's also this perception that getting your way and changing the game can be easy mm-hmm. as long as enough people have that ease of access. I'm not sure if I'm mm-hmm. making sense yeah, in that way. The pylon effect, um, if, it's, if it's large enough, then you can pressure people. And in some ways, it's almost the only buttons that some people can really push. And this may not be in this particular case, but there's been so many cases, especially in the past bunch of years, where it just feels like someone's lashing out because they don't have really control over anything and they do have control over these sorts of things in this sort of way should they be able to drum up enough support for their cause so there is that factor too in there that i think is making people a little uneasy of it and i'm not saying again necessarily it's here because i didn't see this and we're just this is almost essentially hypothetical to me because i've never seen any of these tweets or any of this but i I feel like if is that what you're talking about because that's definitely what i've seen is like a lot of people that are like discovering like this is a lever i can pull in essence and it's putting a lot of pressure on you know, small studios of all sorts of different types, games and otherwise, YouTube. Well, and I think creators. that's the yeah. key key term, though, is small studios, because um, <laughs> I think too. indie studios bear the brunt of a lot of this criticism, especially those that try to be more inclusive in their games. Yeah. Um, it kind of just becomes this. Um, I almost want to say cannibalistic thing where it's like hey we've made this inclusive game for you guys and then it's like oh well this isn't inclusive enough because of x y and z or oh you made it inclusive in this way but it's not in this way but i think a lot of the vitriol ends up on these indie studios as opposed to like triple a games who probably have a lot more problematic material um yeah i think like at least in my research of this a lot of the parallels or the comparisons being made to the backlash this game received for its content warnings where you know this game did its best for a content warning and maybe in some people's minds failed at the same time uh persona 5 came out which is a game that involves a lot of very dark heavy material and has little to no warning before it but you're not seeing nearly as much backlash come out because of it um yeah, and I just to clarify those, a lot of big studios do get fucking rocked by this force. I mean, like crippled. I mean, we're talking like the biggest studios we have, like changed monstrous things about their games because of this force. But the the cannibalistic thing you're talking about, that's really interesting to me because that that's kind of what we were hinting at earlier when we were talking about like no 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 human being who needs to hear the messages of this game is hearing the messages of this game. Do you know what I mean when it comes to like? Yeah, if you're an asshole, game, just yeah. like play this game and it'll, it'll it'll like set you on the right path. Like an asshole's not playing this game. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? It's just not happening. Like, cause this game is like yeah. literally sitting there like, and, and again, this doesn't have to be a bad thing. It's probably not even a bad thing, but it's just like, it like panders. Like, do you know what I mean? It's like, it hits yeah. the talking points, which again, fine. They're trying to make, like you said, a modern dating sim and modern dating is in a totally different place. And the archetypes are in a totally different place. And what's acceptable is in a totally different place. And these are all really interesting topics. 
but it is really odd to see a game that tries and very clearly hits a lot of the topping points that is getting caught on. And it'd be one thing like, hey, could you improve this? I think this would be a way you could do better. But another thing to be like, how fucking dare you for getting 98% of the way there? Um, that's It's just weird. It's weird to look at. Um, just because it's like, it, it, it's like by by entering into this arena you have to like play by the rules and what the rules are moving so fast and so quickly that it's it's tough um Mm -hmm. at the same time though like i feel like this criticism could be packaged more nicely and could be potentially a real improvement to the game for some people so like without death threats yeah without death threats yeah (laughs) preferably Mm -hmm. yeah but you see like i i think that might help yeah but they're also dealing with the force of imagine if okay imagine you were presented a lever and it gives you control over a circumstance but that lever can only really be pulled if you can gain the support of a lot of other people at the same time in a sort of storm right it's like at first the lever's hard to pull but then as others join in it becomes easier something like this then unfortunately what it seems like the time as has shown us is that it's like easiest to get the support if you have a really charged opinion uh attached to your attempt to pull this lever and so then like if they had said hey man i think this would have been a lot nicer this way like would they have would we even be talking about it right now essentially probably not so that's the kind of weirdness that we're dealing with is like unfortunately when people package the messages this way whether it's for good or for ill it does seem to have a more powerful effect a lot of the times. Therefore, it does potentially have the impact or the effect that the person wanted. So whether or not you like the system, I, I feel like that's in some way them using it in the way that might actually work. And so it's just, it's just all so messy like that. Hmm. I think kind another of. factor of this is that actually like trigger warnings, the research shows that Either they have no effect or they have a negative effect on the actual emotional outcomes. Hmm. Mm. So the fact that it does have the warning may have actually made the experience of Eric's character worse for people who did choose to continue playing. Interesting. You mean the whole experience? So it's, so you're not suggesting that like the trigger warning, in fact, That's just triggers them because it all. mentions the word, but rather that it colors the experience afterwards? Yeah. Um, so specifically, like when you get the warning... Uh, my understanding is that uh for people who that these are triggers for it gives them like anticipatory anxiety about it yeah Mm -hmm. and so like because that's like already preceded into their experience like once they get to the thing that is uncomfortable for them it just is a lot worse because they've been anticipating it this whole time yeah that's just like if doctors tell you something is gonna hurt it hurts more than if they either lie or don't say anything Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. It's like the same. It feels like it's probably the same exact response. Right. And, and and let's be clear, like, that is what's odd about this scenario, right? And maybe it's perhaps it is because the wording wasn't strong. But we are talking about someone who read this warning, had a trigger in that area and proceeded on. And that yeah. to me it's is like a really odd behavior. To me, that's your um, fault. Like, I mean, yeah, I've, I'm sorry I've had you got trigger triggered, but that's responses your fault. before. Um, hmm. You don't always know if it's going to happen. 
Sometimes Fair. it happens and you're like, oh, fuck. I didn't think it was going to happen yeah. in this movie. Did you mm. yeah, I then mean... threaten to kill... <laughs> No, that part's, okay, okay, that okay, part's okay, not obviously okay. Not, obviously not. Yeah. <laughs> but but sometimes why not? Why not? Happen, why not? Yeah. You know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like for me personally, I think the the game that probably came closest to triggering me was Super Hot, uh, and hmm. I mean it was pretty mild for me. It was more like, huh, maybe I have some unexamined emotions about things that happened to me here. Hmm. Uh, but there was no warning there. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Would and, you have not done it? Had there been warnings? No. I mean, I, I, again, like, I don't think this is something that is supercharged for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, it definitely made me feel a little weird. Yeah. There are definitely movies I would not watch if I had known uh, the content ahead of time. Fair. Um, yeah. To go back to the Persona analogy, because mm-hmm. I think that was really interesting for me, because then I started thinking about it. Mm-hmm. I... I think maybe the reason that the trigger triggering scenes in this might be might have like caught a lot of traction is because like if you think about it does removing Eric as a character from this game really detract from the game like I, it doesn't I feel it necessary the game. Hmm. Yeah, I think it improves the game as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so then it's a lot easier to be like you know this right. whole thing sucks <laughs> like the, the specifically totally. like the triggering parts oh it's so interesting yeah. though because then if you're going there like i both totally see your point and at the same time there's something in in my soul that just says like if that's the way they wanted to make the game because for them it works creatively even though maybe for us it doesn't and maybe the end product yeah, it doesn't sure. like i get i get weird about that because then it's like i really like your creative vision if you got rid of this part and that just to me is odd um as a as a way to create something but at the same time like you might be right about it though <laughs> in this case and that's what's i mean i'm not saying it's right or wrong it's yeah. just uh easier to get people to agree with you if people just don't like the character and yeah. scenes <laughs> yeah 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 no i hear that because mm-hmm. like in persona i'm like yeah there are some pretty upsetting things but also like without them the game would have less strong of a narrative arc and so, so is, the, least... is the dungeons manifesting your insecurities thing like pulled straight from persona? Oh, no. I, <laughs> I, I haven't that, played persona. Isn't that literally pulled straight from persona? Like, isn't that what you're doing in persona is like, I don't know. You're like self-personaing because in... in persona you do it to other people. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I see. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's very, you know, I didn't make that connection, but wow. Oh, really? I instantly made that connection, and I've never played a Persona game. I was like, oh, this oh. feels like Persona. <laughs> I saw the most badass trailer for a Persona game like a bunch of years ago, and I was really floored with how cool it was. And then I was like, wait, this is for a Persona game? All right, cool. I'm not going to play it. Um, and maybe I'm wrong <laughs> to think that, but I just knew like realistically that it's not even like shitting on Persona. I just realistically like, was I going to play that game? So Cameron's four-week Persona uh, uh, <laughs> dating sim arc? Fully added it to my list. Respect. Respect. <laughs> and there goes Craig. We were told we were told at the and show ahead uh, not to mention it, but then I cracked under pressure. <laughs> so fair. Yeah, um, I was well, just so thinking I, that as you commented on it. I did want to say I, I actually like the inclusion of Eric in Boyfriend Dungeon, and I think without him, I wouldn't have the game wouldn't have had as near as an impact. But I think. I guess that just goes to show how 
individually tailored this game could be. Um, like, and, and I guess the whole reason why that whole part of the game affected me so is because in the past, I personally have gone through situations where people have sent me texts like that and had that kind of not full-blown stalking, but definitely the creepy text was like mm -hmm. really hearkening back to some very dark memories for me mm. when they were coming up. Um, and that being said, like it was, uh, I found it to be a very interesting character study because I found myself replying the same way that I had to like, as I had in real life where it was just kind of act nice and diffuse the situation. And then obviously they're getting more and more persistent. And so mm -hmm. then it was kind of cathartic because I'm like, wait, this is a video game. I can just tell this guy to fuck off. Uh, I guess we'll do that because I never actually did that in real life. Um, and so time. I don't know, like that kind of that specific portion, I actually found to be quite meaningful for my own personal experience to the game. Mm -hmm. Um that being said, like, I think if Eric hadn't been introduced, like, like if his character just didn't show up whatsoever, yeah, I probably would have just enjoyed a lovely dating sim about magical sword boys and girls, but like, mm -hmm. <laughs> and, and those in betwixt, but like, I don't know it. I wasn't angry at them for including him. Like, I do agree. They make his character hilariously villainous at times where you're just like, wow, you just have zero redeeming qualities. Mm -hmm. Wow. You can't even say that you like puppies or something. Like, you just mm -hmm. hate everything. <laughs> um, but yeah, I guess that's just kind of my my two cents when it comes to something like that. Um, and that, you know, those sorts of experiences could be meaningful to some. I mean that, you know, you're so right. I forgot that I also was doing that, and I also was like, wait a second. This is what I normally do when I feel uncomfortable. This is a video game. I hate you. And then I just like, started being mean. Because <laughs> yeah. I fully did the same thing. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. It's just it's just so variable, you guys. Like, that's the thing. Like, when you talk about this, it's like me sitting there, like, like scrunching my face to try to imagine every person's perspective in the world, and I can't do it. So, I don't know. Nor should you be expected to. <laughs> I know. To be like I only have my I perspective. I for one expect you to. And and that's why I think like discussions around this are like valuable and good. You know what I mean? Because then I get to hear other people's perspective. But like, like yeah, like I'll say my perspective, and then someone will be like, "That's fucking wrong." And I'll trash be like, take. "Wrong." Yeah. yeah, exactly. Trash take. Oh god. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, people have called my Call opinions that. trash takes, and and is it unjustified hard to say hard to say might be justified um especially sometimes but it's just like yeah the that's what gets me about this is that it's a it's a very nuanced category not category but just thing it's a very nuanced thing um and for someone to be just so angry and certain about it is is a really uncomfortable concept to me like it just feels really wrong you know um mm -hmm. i guess i should clarify i don't think that the criticism makes sense. I, I think people, if someone wants to make a game, they should be free to make the game that they want to make. I just was trying to think of reasons why this game in particular had such a problem in comparison to other games. And the indie portion, portion totally makes sense. Right. But I, 
there's other indie games with things that have like more stronger payoffs narratively i think that also could have Mm -hmm. trigger warnings that just never had this problem either Mm -hmm. so i'm like maybe it's just like the narrative strength that made it i think it's i think it's a combination to me it's a combination of the community that this game attracts and the like venn diagram overlap of that community and like people that talk on twitter um, yeah, <laughs> and like that's it. Like that's the only reason why there was criticism was like that Venn diagram. Just like that, that overlap was just super strong. Yeah. Um, like, have you guys ever seen? And I'm not gonna like. Okay, like, have you ever seen a YouTube channel like this? I'm not gonna name the one that that I saw recently that was like this, but it's like. You know, your friend's showing you some shit and they've, like, been watching this guy for, like, or, like, set of guys or whatever for, like, 10 years or something. And they're like, yeah, like, I still follow these people. And you're like, oh, cool, what are they like? And you listen in and you're like, holy shit. Like, the the jokes these guys are making feel like they're 20 years ago jokes. Like, I swear, like, these are not, these can't play on YouTube, right? You're like, look at around, like, this is still chill. Like, what's happening? And it's just, you recognize that the Venn diagram of fans that they have just does not overlap with people that care about that apparently like they, they've just been in yeah. their own zone just doing whatever the fuck they want to do and you're just like wait what like has twitter not seen this youtube channel <laughs> like it's giant um but they haven't i guess or i i don't know i've never heard anyone that's the algorithm doing its work baby right yeah <laughs> yeah interesting mm-hmm. it's 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 made a strange world where it feels like the people who – and this is not directly canceling, right? It's not canceling, but it is a sort of cancel-esque pylon, almost attack in a way that we're discussing. And what I've seen is like a lot of people who just never really were close to canceling, like never – like you know what I mean? They just were never really in these circles. They didn't really understand this stuff. You probably, had, you probably have to describe to them a lot about what it is to like – like what modern – you know, just perspectives on this stuff are, they, they seem to be like nearly impervious because they just, they're just so, I guess, algorithmically separate or they're just so separate. They're so in their own other world and they just care so little that like their fans aren't, don't care and nobody cares. And they just sit over there in their own space. It's just a really odd, it's an odd phenomenon to watch, but I've seen it in a bunch of different places where it's like, oh, like you don't even know what people would think about you if, if, you know, quote, quote, Twitter saw you. Um, but as a result, it's like made you stronger because you just don't really care. And as long as you just don't interact, it's fine. So it's just a, it's just a weird, it's just a weird place to be in, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Also, Twitter sucks. <laughs> um. <laughs> I mean, a lot of this discourse was also on Tumblr, which isn't much better. Oh, okay. Well. That is definitely not like you do not just salvage it with that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, no, I'm not trying to salvage it. I'm I know, just I saying know. it makes it worse. I know. You're right. You're right. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Holy it reminds surreal. me of a. There was like a Tumblr scam uh, where someone kickstarted a game that was like supposed to be like the most Tumblr inclusive game ever. Full scam. It was just one piece of art. Oof. And it was like this huge problem because <laughs> Tumblr like really doubled down on it. And they were like, finally, a game for us. <laughs> no, that's so sad. <laughs> they already made a game for that, people. It, that's Undertale, right? Like, I feel like it no, is. It, I think it was a dating sim it i don't not, remember not this game that was a scam like the game for tumblers 
people oh. was Undertale. Like, I don't, I don't know. know. Cancel I, me I for that like... opinion. <laughs> um, <laughs> I didn't get right. enough LGBT representation in Undertale. Oh, I that's see. fair. Yeah, that's fair. See. Yeah. There was only one couple. I see. Mm. It's interesting because it like, wasn't. Yeah, yeah. Like in a, I don't know, because it's like in a lot of media that's a lot, and in then in media that's around that that's not a lot. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's fully your point where like the audience, like if if your audience is people who don't care about canceling things, then you can't get really canceled because like there's no impact there. That's such a weird. That's such a weird world to be in. Like, but yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, if you don't, if you don't care about the people's opinion you can do whatever right yeah what i will um, say though oh sorry james i just interrupted you no you go i will what will you say <laughs> well what i was just gonna I, oh god what, what you go, will go, say go, though go. no oh god was, oh well now i'm really distracted you guys this was really hard um <laughs> mentally to get through no it was just um what was i saying oh i was gonna say, to what put I, you on the okay spot but i got it no, i got it say? i got it I got it. I got it. I got it. It's that it's not entirely connected to this, but it's not entirely entirely unconnected from this. And that is that I do see a lot of people talk about uh, like YouTube comments and fans and death threats on Twitter and just like like bad fan interactions. It's odd to think of these people as fans because it's like, why would your fans send you death threats? And in a lot of cases, they're not fans, but they're like maybe a fan of like the thing that you're a part of, like, if you're thinking of the Valorant stuff, right? It's like, they're probably not a fan of your team, but they're a fan of the team that you trash-talked on Twitter, so then they hate you, and okay, that kind of makes more sense to me, but what I will say is that I've just been operating in this assumption, if you take it to our small ecosystem that we have here, and, like, I definitely have everyone in a while, like, like worried, like, are we going to have, like, toxic fans like everyone else does? And... Um, I don't know. And maybe if we were to get bigger and we probably won't even get this big, like we probably would and might, but at least so far we've just been operating, at least I've been operating on this assumption of just like, if you put like positive, kind, reasonable vibes out into the world and you try your best to talk through these things and you try to be reasonable, um, you try to listen and be kind to other people along the way, like you'll attract that audience as well. Um, and if you don't go for mass appeal, but rather go for a particular audience for a particular way, like all I can say is all literally all of the fan interactions we've had have been wonderful, including the person who said that I have trash takes who later was like, my bad. And then I was like, you're all good, bro. I do have trash takes. Um, <laughs> you're not wrong. Um, but like, I remember like when that person like first wrote in, right? And I like, my initial reaction was like, well, fuck you two. And I've got a microphone. Watch me smash you on the microphone. And then I was like, no, this is a human being. Let's talk to the person. And it was hard to not like fight back and strike first, right? But I was like, no, these are human beings. And if we can put this positive uh, vibe into the into the universe that, the, that we here on the podcast are human beings, but the listeners are human beings too, and they have opinions and thoughts that matter, that, that have taken them potentially years to form, um, it's just like, it just changes the dynamic of everything, and 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 I really do want to believe that it's changed the dynamic of what we've gotten back um, from our signal. So, yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's it's just something that I always like to to keep in mind, because um, we have a very small signal and we're sending it out there, and like one person bounces it back, like "Yo, man, nice podcast," and I'm just like, 
Um, but seriously, like it, it, yeah, it, it's it's a weird thing, especially when you're watching small businesses like this, small companies that are very specifically trying to cater in a very particular area that can be volatile if you do it wrong. But then also compare that to giant companies that are just trying to essentially get everyone because Persona is not trying to get everyone, not as much as like, I don't know, like maybe even Battlefield is or like, you know, if you think of like like Assassin's Creed or something like that, like, you know, those games also have to contend with essentially everyone because they're trying to get everyone. But it's it's interesting to see people who aren't both going for everyone or going for like a particularly like volatile group and just see how seemingly fine things are for them and and how their communities can be great um, if they try to curate them and stuff like that. So I don't know. I, I just think that's all worth thinking about in this equation as we sort of watch it play out in a hundred different influencer ways. Um, that are all different, right? Like we're probably all watching different people. It's different, playing out in different ways. That there's all these similar complaints, and yet, I just feel like I really do see a pattern of like, what you put out there really does come back. And I, I just, I want to believe in that universe. I, I want to believe. Um, so, all right, I'm done with that now. I don't care. I have a fully unrelated question. Yes, let's do it. Yeah. it's like please. so far. From yes, being please. Related. Good, Last yeah. chance for anyone. Okay. Did anyone yeah. play the racing game that was in the game? What? I played it on easy one time. Yeah, same. And it I got was horrible. six out of sixth place. <laughs> and the controls were ass. Yeah. And so I didn't choose to try and do any better. I was like, I bet I could get better than six out of sixth on easy if I sunk an hour into this game. That is played never it a second happen. time and got three out of six. And then I put it away. Good job. Yeah, James, word for word, that was my experience, too. <laughs> I was like, maybe someone else was enjoyed it, but... <laughs> well, let's just put How it in context How could you enjoy here. that game? Uh, how could you enjoy it? Like, uh, I don't know. If Raphael right. plays it and gets third, then your game has an issue. <laughs> yeah, something is wrong. On easy? It's just On hard, easy. Man. On easy? What the fuck? Yeah, there's fuck, like three bro? difficulties. That's actually mm -hmm. criminal. That's actually criminal. That's what I think, okay, guys, really, really quick, but that's what makes hard games that are balanced well such beauties, such gems. Because, like, you can just make a broken game that Raphael can't beat if he spends his entire life <laughs> on easy. Like, you can just do that. That's not actually that hard to do. What's hard is to make one that requires actual effort and learning and time and reps and is enjoyable during that process enough to get you to a success, right? Like, that's what really making a hard game actually is. So, mm -hmm. Sorry, are you saying that ladybug racing in boyfriend dungeon is not a masterpiece how dare you yeah we're gonna write that separately by the way yeah yeah exactly let's please do that <laughs> we've, we've we've long since waited for a game to get negative reviews on this podcast so perhaps if we split off that section we can do it <laughs> i think we can get a consistently negative on that game yeah yeah, yeah. probably yep it did uh it sucks it dude it did make me yeah. like. It, did anyone play Eastward, or did you all play Eastward? Eastward. Yes. So the so no. The answer is no. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's like a Legend of Zelda style game, and it has an old school RPG mini game inside the game. Mm. And during the racing portion, I literally just kept thinking about how much better the Eastward's mini game was <laughs> because it was just like so much well, like better executed. Yeah, oh, I believe that. 
but like that's how I feel about the combat in this game. Is all I can think of was other combat games. Like, like I I wasn't as into the dating the weapons, but I was into remembering my quote ex girlfriends of the other fighting games I've actually played and enjoyed. Um, when they give <laughs> this game, so you know, like Hades. Except yeah, you like didn't 80s. enjoy that game. Yeah, like Hades. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no Did you place. not like the dating aspect of Hades either? Uh, I don't think he got that far. Uh, wow. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, McCoy like absolutely could not handle the the combat of Hades and was like, nah, no. Mm-hmm. That's my memory of your experience with that game. You're not wrong, but like I do want to attach onto it because apparently I'm just like, I don't want to offend anyone. But like, you know, that was my experience. Feel free to have your own experience. And feel free to note that it seemed like everyone enjoyed it, except for me. Yeah. So, like, just keep that in mind when you take that opinion yeah. of mine. Now, so, if you don't like it, you're alone. No, if you, you don't like it, way. you're with me, bro. Let's hang. <laughs> um, but, like, <laughs> we vibing. But, 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 if you did like it, you're not necessarily wrong. Right? Mm-hmm. Right? You're, in fact, probably right. Uh, yeah, I don't yeah. think anyone's in danger of being like, oh no, McCoy's single. Like, only McCoy doesn't like Hades. It must be a bad game. Dude, but if you are, though, <laughs> listen, man, I respect the shit out of that, though. That's the other side, right? Like, you know, if <laughs> send a personal email, like, t- tyranny, send it to Tyranny Thumbs, but just, like, just address it to just me, and, and I won't show anybody and just say, like, yo, I agree with you on Hades, and I'll just send you like, one of those, like, <laughs> like, nod emojis. I don't know, actually know what emoji I'll send, but it'll be, like, hopefully lightly appropriate. I say that now, but realistically what'll happen is, like, it'll just be, like, between answering work emails, and I'll just, like, throw out a response, and I don't know if it'll be good, and I'm really sorry if it isn't. Um, like Boyfriend Dungeon, he'll send an eggplant emoji back. Oh, no. <laughs> I was just I'll just say, like, yo, I'm feeling pretty sharp right now. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> Unfortunate. All right. This is the energy you're sending out into the world. Got it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. And like, and speaking of like fucking dating apps and stuff, so obviously I don't use them, but I've heard so many stories of people using them. And I do think that's another place where if you send the energy out into the world, you self-select and get back what you're looking for. No? I yeah, wish. Probably. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Karen. I mean, that, you also know. That's a topic for when I'm not on here. Yeah, fair. fair. <laughs> I'm too jaded for that. Yeah, that's that. Uh, you have to pay ten dollars a month for that podcast. Um, mm-hmm. Anyways. Um. Yeah, that's our Patreon ten dollar tier podcast mm-hmm. that we totally with have. The free eggplant emoji. Exactly, dude. What does that even mean? What does it mean? Just every month we just send them an eggplant emoji. Nothing more, <laughs> dude, nothing less. Actually, all right, we're going to start a Patreon where for $5 a month we will send you an eggplant emoji <laughs> to... Uh, and maybe it's not to you. Maybe you post it. Maybe you sign up with a wrong... With someone else's... No. Uh, oh, no. no. So, James. so we send it to someone else. Like you never know. You never know. Service. But, oh, no. but yeah, once a month, eggplant emoji. Um, I regret I to think inform it has you. To, be to them. Yep. I regret to inform everyone That'll that be... we have just closed down the service of sending eggplant emojis <laughs> as we recognize that it was harassing people that were not the people who subscribed to the actual service. Yeah, we uh, just had an Eric talk. We won't Let's respond to any text messages. <laughs> with anything other than more eggplant emojis. Like, if they're like, who is this? 
two eggplant emojis. Okay, like that's the vibe that we're yeah. sending out. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. We will I mean, I also love send perk. out. Yeah. Right. I I think it's a good perk. Um, you get nothing else. Um, not even access to the podcast. You're banned from the podcast. Actually, you're banned from the podcast. <laughs> just 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 the emojis per month. Yeah. That's the real yeah. gift. Is that you can I can say us. whatever I want because I'm a guest. <laughs> exactly. It's true. It's true. That's right. Yeah. And it, it becomes true. It becomes mm-hmm. true. Yeah. Um, so how about this one? And with that. Yeah. I was going to yeah. say the same thing. I was going to say thank you, Cameron, for being a guest. Let's get to this last section of the show and get out of here. What do you think? So we do this thing yeah. where we rate the games, bro. And we have a system. It's thumbs down, meh, one thumb up, two thumbs up, or gold star, which which, you know, everyone has their own definition of gold star, which is not necessarily a good thing for the rating system. But it just means, you know, it spoke something actually to you. And so we'll, you know, maybe like you go last on this one or somewhere in the middle maybe or something like that. Um, so you can get some ideas on this. But, I'm, you know, James, you were about to segue into this before I abruptly cut you off. So why don't you segue into your rating? One interjection. Two oh. thumbs down is also an option. Okay. That's true. That's true. McCoy doesn't accept it as an option, but it is. Yeah, it's um, very rarely used. <laughs> but <laughs> but yeah. sure. I think McCoy's going to have an issue with my rating. I can already tell. But continue. No, I... Yeah, James. I love that. that you already have a rating decided and you're, like, in. Yeah. Do. And just, just do what you want with the rating. And McCoy can, you know, see it in the background. And that's okay. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's fine. Uh, he's done it before. <laughs> I have. Yeah. Shout out to Adam's um, ratings, man. <laughs> with like, with like all yeah, sorts of fractional real. shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was going to be me. <laughs> <laughs> no way. Yeah, you son of a bitch. Now. Get over here. How dare you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll pick a different, a different rating. Don't no, worry. it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> sure. Period. It's fine. <laughs> It's fine, period. I'm fine, period. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I think I'm going to just go ahead and give this a one thumb. It was kind of fun. I've never really played a dating sim before, and this was an amusing entry into the genre. Um, it was really fun to talk about uh, with other people that are not on the podcast and just like explain the bonkers world of this game. Uh, and that had value in itself. Um, so yeah, I, I mean, it's not, it didn't speak to me on a, on an emotional level. It didn't speak to me. It it didn't make me think, oh yeah, I really want to go out and play a bunch more dating Sims. Um, the, the dungeon delving was passable um and overall just fun experience that i don't plan to return to one thumb Hmm. um and uh better writing than most uh video games actually i would say (laughs) i think uh, while characters were annoying, I think they were better written, better fleshed out, and felt more like human beings uh, on average than, um, say, Life is Strange. Um, 
to me. Shots fired. That might be Uncanny Valley shit, though, as well. Like, Life is Strange enters the Uncanny Valley, and then, like, disaster strikes their attempt at characterization. Uh, but that's a subject for a podcast we've already had, and I've already complained about it. What about uh, so moving on. Mask effect writing. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. That's, I mean, also true. Yep. <laughs> yep. Better, better writing than Mass Effect, uh, for sure. Uh, better world building than Mass Effect, for sure. Um, gonna leave that on the table. Uh, who wants to go next? Um, let's do Raphael. So, I mean, I guess I'm also gonna give this a one thumb. And I think it's like, as much as we had criticisms over like various parts of this game i think the thing that really felt most characteristic of my experience was just like all of those awkwardly hilarious moments of it mm. uh mm. like the the dialogue options with sawyer when you're like you can nope but also nope but it's a lie um <laughs> yeah so i mean again none of the characters really spoke to me um I'm not sure that it, I would say the writing was good. Uh, in some ways, like I, I kind of had to like, man, I wish these characters were more like Pyre's characters. But that's maybe unfair. Pyre's writing is yeah. absolutely incredible. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, I agree with that. Yeah. And then as for the actual like mechanics, um, I enjoyed them a little bit. Uh, in many ways, it felt like not as good as similar games I have played. Um, but it was fine. So yeah, one thumb up. Hmm. Uh, who goes next? Zoe? Sure. Um, so when I was thinking about how to rate this game, it was actually going to be pretty close to two thumbs for me. Um, however... I think I'm going to end up giving it one thumb only because I really think that after you max out the second dungeon, if you do that fairly quickly, like the rest of the game is very awkwardly paced. Um, I don't know the best way for them to remediate that. Um, definitely just felt like there needed to be like either a third dungeon or maybe the second dungeon needed to have... I guess, more difficult progression within it. Um, I'm not really sure. I'm not a game designer, so you tell me. I, I have no clue. Don't ask me. But <laughs> I guess that's my own personal experience with it. Um, to the point where like, I can't really remember much about the combat in the rooms, only because I played so much of this game with like max damage, clearing the rooms in like, three swipes and just moving onward. So like, I kind of forget what it was like when I was more adequately leveled or even under leveled in some cases and like trying to dodge creatures and whatnot. Um, the leveling system also seemed to be just a little bit clunky. I think like every single clear, I would like gain like six levels all of a sudden and have to listen to the level up celebration music over and over and over six times in a row. And I'm like, I don't think 
I don't know, like maybe, maybe it's just made for more people who are unfamiliar with roguelikes. And uh, given that we have like more experience with them playing games on the regular, um, maybe I'm just suddenly better at them, which that's a pleasant thought. Um, just a god gamer. So I would clarify, <laughs> exactly. it's, this is not a roguelike, it's a dungeon crawler. Ah, okay. Dungeon crawler. I think I've also seen the term roguelite, but we'll see. I guess, but dungeon crawler probably seems more adequate. Um, I liked, I liked the characters, like some of them, like some of the dateable characters I felt annoying, but I think they projected this, like the appropriate responses to them as they needed to be. Um, maybe with the exception of Sawyer, I'm sorry, but like I said, Sawyer just kind of felt like an illegal <laughs> option. And I just, <laughs> mm -hmm. I feel like I'm shitting on them so much, but at the same time, like, I don't know, maybe I'm just, I, I just don't find that attitude attractive. So I guess good on me for that. That's my own personal preference. Um, that being said, like, I did like how crazy, maybe crazy, not the right word, but like how, how out there a lot of the characters were just in terms of their own personalities. Like I said, Rowan was just like, I was just like, this, this person's great. I like I, I never would ever try to romance somebody like this ever and then somehow he, like they popped up in this game and I was just like yes albino crow <laughs> let's go mm -hmm. um but yeah overall I mean I think it will come down to a one thumb for me like overall it was a good experience I enjoyed my time playing it um the replayability is not really there for me like i don't see myself going back and like replaying for a different storylines maybe if they came out with new content i would try and revisit but it's it's slim plus the music is good i i like the music in this mm -hmm. that's another one. Oh, i love the music mm -hmm. oh, i can't yeah. believe you didn't talk about that yeah <laughs> yeah also liked the music i think i had actually heard some of it before uh on like maybe a synthwave radio station that i yeah, it's a it's a actual band that did the music for this. I you can buy their concert tickets at the kiosk in the game, but I forget their band name. But overall, like good vibes, I guess in that term. All right, but anyway, I will pass this to McCoy. All right. Um, one other thing outside of the music is just like the general like visuals of the game, like the style, like actually wasn't a huge fan of like the in combat in dungeon like look of the characters like the three dimension out to it like looked really strange maybe it's just the way i picked my character but in general though like when it would just say like boyfriend dungeon like the knife would come and like cut through and like the pink or whatever and it's just like i don't know it's good like it's good i was Wait. playing it on my 390 hertz monitor at 390 fr frames per second and that shit was smooth as fuck um <laughs> <laughs> and i appreciated that i was like wow that is really like it was like, I was like, Elena, come in here. Look how smooth this is. She's like, what the fuck? Like, it was just, anyway, it's not important, but it was cool. Um, so props to them for that. You know, you've heard, you guys have heard my opinion on this shit before. It's like, there are literally so many hurdles between me and getting into and enjoying a game like this that are maybe specific to me. Uh, and that's okay. And so, like, I'm a strange person to rate this, but, you know, the process of, listening to different people's rating is really about like understanding what components of, of their person might, might apply to you or might be relevant or interesting to hear about. So from my perspective, it's like, I literally 
cannot get into a game like this from every single angle possible. Like, just just dating in general in these video games feels really uncomfortable to me in like so many different ways. And then it also what like about dating outside of these video games. Yeah, like in real life is that uncomfortable too? Like assuming that it was like a socially acceptable thing because I wasn't in a committed relationship. Yeah, like. Hmm. I mean, this game has taught us that polyamory is acceptable in the world. Right, totally. <laughs> and it didn't just teach us. It it did told us. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? It it made sure and fine. All right. Um yeah, uh no, actually dating in real life is cool. But like to me it's just a very like hmm special process that I do very slowly and very like pointedly. I don't know. Like it's just like I don't I don't I don't do these things, you guys. I can't. I can't. I'm, I don't know what it is. It's somewhere in my. It's somewhere in my being. It's just like you know the signals that I listen to in my body just do not like the signals that this game puts forward. Let's put it that way. Um, and also, I don't know. I don't know. Like I'm not. I'm not trained enough in the meta game either. Like it's just. It's everything is just so forward and so like. I don't know. I don't know. So that's just okay. So that's that. Combat not for me. Um, Found it really hard to use on a controller. I was using a controller. Found it really hard to use on the controller. Thought about using the mouse and keyboard, but I just like like I really like games like this on the controller when they're done well. So I was like, fuck. Um And there's a lot of pink, and I don't think I like pink as a color. So I don't know. It's just like there's a lot of things going on <laughs> <laughs> that I just can't get behind. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so, okay, you hear me out. You heard my, my points are already on it. Um it's not for me. I have I have no I have no hard feelings for people it is for. In fact, I, I, I hope people enjoy this. Um, but, uh, yeah, like, like, like thumbs down. Like, like, I mean, I mean, that's fair. Yeah. 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 All right. All right. Thumbs down. All right. Yeah. Are you asking or are you telling? <laughs> it just feels weird because like, I, I sometimes get tripped up myself. Like, is it my rating for the game or is it my overall assessment of the quality of the game because i don't think the quality of the game is a thumbs down i also don't think it's like high two thumbs either seemingly but like in terms of my own personal enjoyment yeah there like wasn't it's it's you know what the kids use the terms that the kids use it's fucking cringe to me cringe that's the word i want to use you using that was cringe yeah i'm sure it was (laughs) no but you you were so tentative with your criticism and then you just <laughs> went full out with that <laughs> i just destroyed it yeah fuck it's just like literally i am sitting there going like like the whole time i'm playing the game <laughs> like just like for me as a person and i'm really sorry that that's the way i am i'm actually not sorry at all but i'm sorry i had to explain it to people um yeah there you go thumbs down so i think cameron it's up to you now to tell us the right answer on the game we've all it's me what is the one true rating um, well, unfortunately for all of you, I was going to give a range. No. Um, <laughs> do it, do it, fuck it, do it. It doesn't matter. Yes. Yeah, my, okay. Give, a, give an average across my the range. very biased opinion is two thumbs up because the magical girl transformations were just like, I saw them and I was like, I'm in. This is amazing. I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But it, it, it really is more like a one thumbs up just because it didn't. The pacing wasn't great, uh, and, like, parts of it weren't, like, hitting consistently. Um, I will say I did, like, criticize this game a lot during this podcast, but my overall experience was pretty positive. Hmm. So definitely in the thumbs up 
territory. So it's one of those two ratings, depending on what you want. I'll go two thumbs up to balance out the thumbs down. Okay. <laughs> no, no, nice. no, no, that's not how this works. Uh, it's, it's done now. The no, guest apparently it is spoken. how it works. Yeah. I know this really matters. So that's how it works. Uh huh. We do have Karen, to Karen, what out. you don't understand is that during Game of the Year, we're going to be like, fuck, well, someone gave it a two thumbs up. We got it. Wait, how exactly. rare is two thumbs up? Oh, no, no, no. Not it's, not it's not that rare. Oh, okay, okay, good. No, Because it's definitely not my gold star. No, but when I'm trying to attack this game <laughs> in a comedic way, someone is going to point that out, and then I'm going to feel bad. Um, and fair play. No, but like... Well, I, it awesome. made me... Here's, here's why I give it two thumbs yeah. up. I was having a weird day because i was uh ex hearing about news that was happening in the current events world about the un unnamed plague um oh, and yes. this game made me happy and you know anything that'll make me happy when i'm feeling sad is a positive thing hell yeah hell yeah i love that i think we can all agree with i love that, that. right yeah yeah that's yeah. why we try to lightly shit on things when we do <laughs> right like i mean is that not yeah for sure yeah yeah absolutely and honestly like dude is yeah. that not just like the way and i'm not gonna do this there's no follow-through for this this is just words similar to some of the people's opinion of the writing of the characters um but like are you about to give a trash take no i no, i just i just think that'd be a really great way yeah. for us to end yeah, all of our podcast is really just like look oh. dude if it makes you happy don't worry what we think bro like you know what i mean Oh. That's a trash take right there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's yeah what a terrible that's take. Fucking <laughs> awful, man. Fuck you, bro. Have some decency. You're damn right. I mean, I actually like the take, but it might get a bit repetitive. I, I like the take, mm -hmm. too. I do like the take as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it let's would take also us. get repetitive. Yeah, let's take ourselves out of this podcast, shall we? Like, please. Like, we, got, it's <laughs> we did it. Yo, seriously, Cameron, shout out. Thank you so much. We did it. This is awesome. Come back sometime. All right. Um, Time to throw ourselves into the dumpsters because we're trash takes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's a, there's a, I don't know what it is, but there's a thing that I think is maybe a podcast or like a YouTube channel or a subreddit called Trash Taste. Trash Taste. It's a podcast. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, I always look at that and I'm like, fuck. Um, oh. <laughs> every time. <laughs> yeah. Do you know anything more about it? So like, what is it about? I have no clue. I okay. just know like okay. every once in a while on the front page of Reddit, I'll yeah. see like somebody. Oh, it's the anime like, one. Is it? Here are, my, okay. here are my thoughts on trash tastes. And I'm like, oh, hey, that's almost like our podcast. But okay. Mm -hmm. Never mind. It's about animes. <laughs> mm -hmm. We should have our thoughts on animes. That's a podcast series. There you go. That's a, that's that's <laughs> one that surely wouldn't be inflammatory in any way. Okay. I would love that. <laughs> Especially if one of you has not seen anime before. That would be amazing. It would be... Actually, that would be a nice offshoot. Yeah. Somebody who knows a lot of anime watching it with people who know nothing about it. Yeah. Ah. Because I feel like it'd be a lot of like, oh, yes. Yes. You're not wrong when you say that that's fucking ridiculous and not how people act. But you're going to get used to it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly yeah all right anyway let's yep. get out of here thank you for joining us cameron it's been a pleasure yeah it's yeah. great and uh yeah to you dear listener we'll catch you on the flip side take care of yourself that's right oh and but like also though like we're gonna like have vacation oh and stuff though no but like it's just worth knowing oh, yeah. that like there's oh, not yeah, gonna yeah, be yeah, like yeah, more yeah, podcasts yeah, yeah, like yeah, immediately yeah. like 
game I of the year eventually. I you were going on a tangent, but you were giving a PSA. Yeah. Yeah, but 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 don't worry. The Psy is immortal. <laughs> it's just there forever now. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's a fair play on that. But you know, yeah. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. He's wrote in the chat. Do I stop recording? The answer is stop recording. No. Okay, I stopped recording. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. This is. This I, is